What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm Greg Miller, and this is my group of friends. Right here, the pride of Long Island, Colin Moriarty. Hello. How are you? Oh, hello. Hello, yes. That's Can how microphones work. Can you've you been hear on, me? You've been you on your retirement lovely. vacation oh, too long. Hashtag retirement vacation. What, what is hashtag retirement vacation all about? Uh, I'm on vacation all week, and, I'm, and the theme of the re- vacation is retirement. So I'm oh. pretending like I'm actually retired. So I've been, so getting, up every, I've been getting up every morning, going to the diner. Yeah. down in uh, the inner sunset that I really like and I'll, I'll read the news with the old people sitting at the counter which is a oh lot of fun God. do they know you by name yet do you hang your hat when you come in no no I'm just like hello how are do you do you do it in a disgruntled <laughs> fashion though so like no matter what the news story is you're disappointed with it yeah well I'm, I'm trying to be a little angry a little more curm- curmudgeonly do you do like because you're such a positive person hard to believe that I could be more so when you're reading like a story about like like a fire fire that saved like kids or you just like yeah you gotta do that that yeah, that, just, that heavy side. I'm just not agreeing yeah. with anything. Are you I drinking coffee or drinking the, the no, diner no, no, cups no, no, of coffee? You got to do that. That's, no, no, that's a, that's a like, staple. I don't like I don't like. I, love di- oh, I, I know love you don't, but you got to do it. You got to do no, it if you're going to be I'm not that there. committed to, to retirement vacation, I guess. Okay. Otherwise, no, I've just been hanging out, not doing anything. Going to San Diego in a couple of days. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tomorrow, right? No. Is that how days Friday. I thought you left Thursday. No, Friday night. Friday morning. Yeah. All right. Then, of course, the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Hi, everyone. How are you? joining us. I'm doing well. Thanks, Greg. Good to see you. Good to see you. Beer's looking good. Thanks. It's full. Yeah, it's gonna get. It's going in for a trimming this weekend. Who, who, who trims it? I do. In my You're sending it oh, in. Okay, I was yeah. gonna say that's in a Rocco beard trimmer. But I gotta get a haircut, and I can't decide whether I should go super short on the sides, keep it long on top, and then just have the beard be big, or do my normal thing where no matter what I do, it looks exactly the same. You know mm. what I mean? I mean, it always looks awesome though. Yeah, but like sometimes I just like I'll tell the girl I'm like, hey, I want sort of like a. Kind of like a Justin Timberlake, sort of like a, a you know Jason Sudeikis from the Circa Academy Award when he showed up with a very lovely and very pregnant Olivia Wilde. They're in um, love. They are, have a disgustingly good relationship. I'm yeah. so jealous of all both of their success and their looks. Anyway, so I'm probably just going to go with something short. I'm probably just going to go short. Like just a little long on top, short on the sides. That's it. That's fun. I, I recently saw a video of us from a couple of years ago. Yeah. We were... In a cameo appearance in Cheap Cool Crazy. Oh, the hit show start show. Start. That was a hit show. And uh, there's a clip of me and you walking out of an elevator, and we both look like we are 10. Did I have the beard? I didn't have the beard, did you I? Couldn't, you, you couldn't were, have had the beard if you looked 10. It was crazy. You were beardless. It's and, kind of the point uh, of the beard. It was different. Yeah, someone on Twitter pulled a, uh, a clip from Up at Noon when I was in the intro for it. Yeah. I think I was talking about Game of Thrones and how it's the best game um, ever. It's the only game that matters. It's the only game that matters. Thank you, Tim. Uh, and I didn't have the beard. I was like, I look disgusting without a beard. My beard is so much better than my non-beard. That is Does the wife like it? Uh, she likes it. She doesn't like when it uh, becomes unruly like it is right now. What's that? Where it's just creeping north well, of the border? Well, it starts to go here, and then you get the over-the-lip beard. Mm-hmm. Where you, so you, can, you can kind of play with it. And she Gross. doesn't like when I talk that it kind of dips in the mouth. And then you get the, <laughs> the wings on the side here. It's just starting to look where if I fluff it out a little bit, it's, it's a little too long. See, that's the problem with my beard is it doesn't get full. It gets long, yeah, and then I have to like kind of quaff it back into place. So it's like <laughs> get some so, of that hair gel, yeah. and put it in there. So I think I gotta shave it down a little bit, but you know, we'll see what happens after this weekend. We'll see next yeah. next week. All right. What does that look like? Then I was gonna say beardless, but you have a beard too. The pure one, yeah. Tim Gettys. Yeah. Tim, Woo. I like your shirt today. Thank you. It's this new. is new. It's it very new. nice. Yeah, my friend was getting doing an interview, so we had to buy a new shirt, and I was with him. And I'm like, well, I want to buy a nicer shirt than the one you're buying, so I bought this one. Yeah, that's not fair. I know. Yeah. You're, like, you're you trying a, to get a job, but I have so much upper. money. Yeah, so hmm. maybe it gives him something to look forward to. Yeah, exactly. That works. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, this is the Game Over Greggy Show. Every week, four best friends gather around this 
table, each bringing a random topic of discussion to discuss with each other. If you like that, you should like the video. Subscribe to us over on YouTube.com slash GameOverGreggy. But if you really like the show, you can wait every Friday. We put up the MP3 at GameOverGreggy.BandCamp.com. The full show, every topic, right there for a dollar, days early. Then over on that YouTube channel I just mentioned, you get it day by day, topic by topic, until Friday we post the entire shebang for your approval. Greg, I'm sorry, but I'm a little distracted right now. Yeah, you should be. Your shirt's really nice. Thank you. I'm not. You're not the only one with a nice new shirt here, everybody. This literally is just out of the package. The new Sean Finnegan likes hiking. There it is. Game over, Greggy T. Oh God. At districtlines.com. Slash game over, Greggy. Oh, he's come back from. <laughs> he's come from back from bigger hits than there. But look, it's green. It pops. Uh, it looks great. I really, it really like pops. the logo. Really Another pops. Nick Scarpino production. Good job. No, that actually was that hey, was good job. Mike Noss actually. Uh, I can't believe I just raised that. your hand. You fucking whore. You didn't do anything for this shirt. Uh, I put the logo together and I picked the color scheme. But Mike Noss actually was one of the one of the uh, designers. Well, the designer, not one of them. It was not like a whole team. We have a whole team. <laughs> You, we this. cut to like the game over like a t-shirt shop people with like beakers and stuff <laughs> <laughs> they're pouring in smoke and all this crap but yeah Mike Mike uh, is on Twitter you can hit him up I think it's at Mike Noss um, and thank him for this, this sign if you like Noss. it if you hate it let him know you hated it and uh, don't do that don't put out negative if you like it the best way to not like it is to go to districtlines.com slash game over Greggy and buy them all yeah actually, buy you, them all you, and burn them yeah, exactly. yeah that's a perfect example if you don't like it Buy 30 of them and burn them. Just buy us out. Or just buy stock. the other shirts so we see how unpopular the Sean Finnegan shirt is. That's true. We do have other shirts, right? Yes. There's a Nick Scarpino one. There it's is. A lot of pictures of that going around. There's a Scarpino right Shadowboxing yeah. Association established in It's interesting. I, it, it's the most popular shirt last month mm-hmm. by a landslide. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I beat out the Colin for President one. I beat out the Game Over Greggy one. I beat yeah. out Sean Finnegan. Yeah. I didn't expect it. Well, you didn't You're our it. golden calf. You're the one we got to. I'm the one whose teat you're suckling. Yes. All day God long. willing. Oh my God. <laughs> God what, willing, what other, I'll be other, suckling other, that teeth. What other shirts you got in your repertoire? Uh, what what are we doing right now? now? I think that's it. We got one more in the background. No, I meant no, what, we, what, like, just one more. We got the Oreogasm. We got the Oreogasm Oreo shirt. Yeah. Okay, I just, um, okay. We got the Game of Greggy T. A staple on the channel, I might, I might add. It's as classic as the Ray Band sunglass. Named you know by the Blues Brothers wore Game of Greggy shirts underneath their outfits? I heard that. I heard that. That's what killed John Belushi. Too tight. We're on a mission from Gad. That's what they said. 106 miles to Chicago. <gasps> Full tank of gas. Half you know, in, in a lot of ways, you remind me of Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. In one. <laughs> one I got. I have the Dan Aykroyd height. <laughs> you do have height. You actually look a lot like a young, like when he was like skinny and fit. No, Dan no, 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 no. I look like Dan Aykroyd just as he starts to turn the corner to yeah, super like fat Ghostbusters too. Like right yeah, as they, right, right. they all started getting a little... Sucking the guts guys with the Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. horrible scene. What do you mean that horrible scene? They come triumphantly into the museum. Yeah. And it's this really bad music. It's, and then they it's stop, orchestral. Like, they stop there, totally self-aware of the fact that they're in a movie, which is like just totally against everything No, it's they did not the self-aware one. they're in a movie. They're the Ghostbusters showing up at this like stuffy then, like, museum. Two people look over at him and then he's like, suck it in guys with the Ghostbusters. And they all try to suck in their guts. And you're just, it just reminds you of how young and awesome they were in the first one and how everything has to die. When I was a kid, I everything did not remind die. me of that at all. I just, I, still, I, still great I just watched that movie. Everything must die, though. That is true. That is true. That's. I think there's a new book right next to everybody poops. Everything must die <laughs> by Colin Moriarty. Just a black cover and two red eyes on it. <laughs> George, George Railroad Martin. <laughs> right next to George Railroad, Colin Railroad Martin. Moriarty. Nick, kick it off this week. So this uh, this question's actually was submitted to us. Uh, as a result of our topic uh, last week, I believe, which was if oh. aliens were to come to Earth, what would happen? And I think a couple of us said, well, I think it was Colin and said, that would completely destroy religion, right? Like it would just completely 
uh, negate everything that was written in the Bible because there'd be another creature out there that wasn't accounted for. This question is a really interesting one, though. So we all decided, okay, that would probably make us um, not believe in God. But this comes from Kenny, Kenny Baloo. Well, you like the Jungle Book guy? My dude, Kenny? <laughs> K. Baloo. I'm not sure what he is on Twitter. I didn't write it down here, but he's on Twitter. Everybody search for Kenny Baloo. What would it take? Find the Jungle Book guy. There you go. He's it's That's... I don't watch Baloo. Disney films. Baloo is the Baloo. bear, right? Yeah. He's the one... He, Bare necessities. Yes, like That's that. the one. And then in the sh- the cartoons, he eventually becomes a pilot, correct? <laughs> yes. In, in, in Tales. Oh my God, yes. Tales. No, that's not bomb. right. Is that not like him? him? That it was looks blue. like him, right? That was blue. It cannot Wasn't be it? him. <laughs> in Tailspin? I don't even Dude, like... I feel bad that I don't know this off the top of my head, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's blue. No, no. Oh, you, all right, you, oh, you look the topic. Up. I'm looking for The this. topic is this. So if aliens came uh, and, and, you know, discredited religion and made you not necessarily believe in religion, what would it take... To make you believe in God. So this is... Wait, is this related to the aliens or just in general no, for people this, who don't believe? Because I, like, I believe in God. We what, know Colin doesn't. Right. What would it take to make non-believers? Like, would you need to get a sign? Would it have to be like a cross that just floated around behind you the entire time and was like, hey, hey. You're like, <laughs> that's how God sounds, huh? Yeah, probably. I mean, that's how my mom sounds. I don't know. Colin, what would it take? What, Holy what, what shit, it is blue. Believe? I totally took a hey, shot in the dark awesome. there and I connected that the bear fucking grew up from the jungle book nope. and learned to he fly. Was, he was old then. Yeah. You're thinking Mowgli. Kid. Mowgli's the kid. No, I'm not thinking about the kid. He was the one that grew up. Blue was always just 40 no, years old. I just old. gotta get 40 years old there. Tailspin. Tailspin was awesome. So there. good. It was. It was really good. What would it take to make me believe in God? Yeah. Uh... I would some irrefutable proof. Yeah, that he like what? But what is that? Like, 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 like God talking the burning bush. Yeah, I mean, like I mean, my legs getting broken. There, and there are there are things, especially in you know, even with Jesus and the New Testament, where if I saw certain things that he did, I would believe. You know, but, now you'd have to see those with your own eyes, right? Yes, because here's my thing. I, I, I the first thought I was like, okay, I would I would just love to see someone descend from heaven and land, and then I'm like, wait, how would I? Walk? What up? Right, and they were like, yo, I'm back. Um, <laughs> but what would then I think uh, I'm watching that on TV most likely and I probably I would use that as a device to disbelieve it right like, oh, it's mm. TV they're totally faking it like a lot of people think the Apollo moon landing was a fake and the uh, E.T. Atari thing and the E.T. Atari dig was a fake right which I still don't quite understand why everyone would go through that much trouble to fake to sell their Xbox TV show does yeah hmm. Sam Claiborne made some compelling anyway go on well, we can <laughs> talk about that later at a different time um yeah, I think I would probably need something the same, right? I would, I would, I would need, I would need to see God He's, come down from the heavens. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing that always bothered me about religion. This is the questions I started asking when I went to Catholic school and didn't engender me to the nuns very much. Which was why, like, why is it? Jesus says something along the lines of, you know, blessed are those who believe without seeing. Right? He says that in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. And why? But why? Like, what? The whole like faith, right? The word faith is having faith in something that you can't see or touch or feel but you know exists or you think exists that's mm-hmm. faith but that seems like that that particular issue of faith is in every major religion like you can't see and you can't touch you know but you just have to believe that it's there or whatever mm-hmm. and to me that's not a coincidence but that's because that there is there is nothing there you know what i mean like w- why doesn't god like what about god makes him not want to make himself known Right, like you can just solve everything, all of these problems. Every like if, especially if it was like, well, it was the Christian God or the Muslim God or whoever, where it's like, make yourself known, and your your shit's obviously legit. Yeah, like, yeah. and it never made any sense to me where it's like, well, you have to have faith. 
you have to have faith that something's there because mm-hmm. God will never make himself. Well, why not? Yeah. It doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. And if aliens were going to invade earth, it would be brilliant for them to act as if they were God. If they knew something about our Like seriously, if they knew something about our society and are like, these people are like, there's a billion people on the earth that believe in Jesus Christ. And if we just pretend you're Jesus, then like, <laughs> we will get, all their water. seriously, we'll get no resistance. Like, it will, <laughs> it will, it will, you know, like, that's, that's really an interesting, that's genius. Yeah. Like I'm throwing out a good idea for fiction here. Like that does, you know, like if the they, if, they're Jesus. so smart, they can, they can travel, you know, galact- <laughs> like intergalactically or whatever. And they, and they arrive at earth. They obviously know about us and they can study us and all those kinds of things. And it'll be interesting to see if they were like, well, I'm Jesus. <laughs> you know? Who are you to say that he's wrong? You know, like, like he does have a really especially if he has powers. He that's levitate stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love how you want powers like this, like 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 a Sith general, or like. I assume that's how Jesus used his powers. Yeah, definitely. So that's right. Water to wine. <laughs> that's where I stand. I mean, an alien, an alien being able to get to Earth or whatever makes means that he's so hyper advanced, or you know, it is so hyper advanced that that is as close to God as we will ever see. You know, in terms of like power. Yeah. And we've talked, you can have telekinetic powers and all those kinds of things. And the mind, the mind gets bigger and more robust and can do more things. I mean, who but knows? But see, I feel like that would still freak me out, right? I think that would still, like, if I saw someone come down and was like, I'm Jesus, and like, he looks like Jesus, and he can shoot lightning out of his hands. I'd be like, dude, I'm terrified of this. Are guy. you Jesus or are you Emperor Palpatine? <laughs> <laughs> because you're confused here. <laughs> you're mixing your metaphors here a little bit, mixing your fiction. Tim, what would it take to make you believe in God? I mean, obviously seeing something. Seeing something what? Good. What would he see? see I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've talked I feel like to a lot you're, of you're the kind of person people. that 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 like like when there's a magician in front of you, that, you're the one that's like, I know, I know how that trick's done. So if there was like a burning bush, you'd be like, dude, kerosene and a bush. All this stuff, Easy. yeah. Like a lot of the stuff, I I I've often I'm very ignorant and do not know the backstory on a lot of this at all. The backstory of Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, caught really up cool on those back issues uh-uh. of the Bible. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, so I don't know that. So when I talk to people about this stuff and a lot of things they say, like, oh, this happened, this happened. And I understand that a lot of it's, like, metaphorical or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm, I'm just like, what if he was just a dope-ass magician? Like, and he, he is Could've just been. tricking these people. And, like, you know, what if he was just a really smart dude that knew a lot of magic tricks and did the magic tricks, and then everyone's like, "Oh man!" And then he got his way because he's really smart, and like his way was a good way or whatever. Got his way, his way getting ended, crucified. Well, didn't end up so well. <laughs> that's true, though. I mean, that's right. that's often something I think of, right? That, uh, how how you easily would be able to get, you you can commit a crime back then and get away with it because no forensics. There was no forensics. Mm. If you didn't have any sort of, I mean, they would probably just point the finger at someone. You can easily frame someone. Be easy. Yeah. So like I Jack think, the Ripper. Right? I was thinking about going back in time with a machine gun. Being like, like time being the, yeah, being the dopest fucking and just cowboy. Robin, Robin trains. With I'd be gold. a good guy, but I'd, uh, I'd dude, take care of bad guys. Nah. with the machine gun. Yeah, yeah. You only have a limited cartridge though. So you'd yeah, be well, I would have. That's the whole thing is I would have had. I would have brought a whole bunch mm. of bullets. He's ready. Oh, so that would be your weakness. Like just steal his bullets. <laughs> <laughs> steal those things he puts in that thing. <laughs> I'd figure you out. I'd stop you. You couldn't stop me. Your ancestors totally are too you. dumb. Uh, that's true. You couldn't stop me. They were like pig farmers. Yeah, so I would. I would have to see something that like. I'd be like, you know what? That might be magic, but it might not be. I feel like that'd be enough for me. And also, like, the moon landing thing. I mean, I'm convinced we went to the moon because enough people said we did. Enough people are like, I saw that. That did happen. I'm like, okay. So if enough people saw it and enough people are like, yeah, it's legit. That checks out. I'd be like, okay. If there's only one dude that was like, oh, no, I know the trick to this. He's doing all this stuff. I'd be like, "Mm." but if there was a lot of them, then I'd be like, I don't believe this at all. Do you think that if you were to believe it, do you think it would change anything in your life the way you guys did anything? 
Doubt you really. stop masturbating as much. I mean, I don't no, know. I'd masturbate more. <laughs> On one hand, what does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that possible? Oh my god, I'm so no, red. Retirement a god. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stoked. I'm going to heaven. <laughs> Yeah, one and he like pops in. He's like, "That is not guaranteed by anything you are doing right <laughs> That's now." That's a surefire way to not get yourself an invite to the party. I feel like it's on one hand, it'd be smart if you know it exists to be like, "Oh, I probably should be better." But on the other hand, if you know it exists, it's just like, "Well, then you're gonna just be cool with whatever I do and forgive me for things, yeah. right?" That's how yeah. this works. See, I feel like you're really good at gaming the system, so you'd figure out how to be like, "Okay, how one I sin, all the time and be cool. one sin go plus to two hail marys." Yeah, that's how I got through college completely. It was just like, okay. Here's the syllabus. Here's exactly what I need to do to get an A. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. And I got a lot of A's. That's how a lot of people got their college. Things are easy. Things are great. So that's what I'm going to do with Jesus one day. Greg. Yeah. You already believe. Yeah. But you believe in a spirit. I believe right? in a guiding force of some kind. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. Yeah. Who I learned about in history books. What would it take for me to believe yeah. Jesus Christ is back? He's back. I don't think it's gonna. Be, I don't think there's, if Jesus comes back, there's no doubting that's Jesus. Well, it's, like, yeah, it's, a whole it's bunch a of people just fucking disappeared, and now hell on earth is beginning. Yeah, we have to. We have to be clear that the, if Jesus returns, it's the rapture. And <laughs> that's fair enough. So, like that is in the the, the New Testament, and it's Reve- are, and it's the Book of Revelations. It's a really dumb question. If I'm ground level, Jesus is back, and I'm not gone. I'm like fuck. So I've heard. I've heard a lot about this this rapture business. I don't think it's ever been clarified to me. So why we're He's gonna come back and fuck things so up. So Jesus, well, <laughs> he's gonna come back and take all the believers, take yeah. all, take all of his people with him. My mom, all the good people are going away. Mm. So like, it's very, it's it's obviously a very Christian thing. It's a very Catholic thing, mm-hmm. like the rapture and um, just like our obsession with Revelations is, which Revelations is the fucking best book. By the way, if you, it, oh, yeah, I, it's like, like it awful. is so fucked up. It's is the that last the one book that comes after the Return of the King. Yeah, it is. It's, <sighs> Revelations is the last book in the New Testament, and it's fucked up. It's about the end of the world, and, you, and every and it's it's beautifully written. People should like go read it. It's just it's absolutely quoted awesome. in the movie Ghostbusters. But so so the rapture is is basically yeah God coming back. God will come again, and he takes everyone. But it's like that all the believers, and so like my mom used to tell me stories you know that her parents probably told her whatever like theoretically like one day Jesus comes back and you're flying the air and you're in an airplane and the pilot's gone like that yeah and, and half the people on the plane are gone and the plane just crashes well that's, you that's know, like, the book left that's the first book of left behind what, what, what left behind left behind the incre- incredibly popular book series about the the it's a fiction series oh okay that's probably where she's that's Kirk probably where Cameron she's in that? that yes Kirk Cameron yeah, did yeah, the yeah. made for TV movies but yeah oh this main, is newer yeah or, yeah, it's uh no, 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 it's early. Older. But the books are old. 2000s. Yeah, books are old. Oh, the books are old though. Books are from early two oh, thousands. Okay. Oh no, 90s. no, she was talking about this way oh, somebody, before that. Somebody straight up jacked Well, this your is probably idea. so. No, yeah, this was like in the eighties. I I used to be obsessed with Revelations. Like my mom, I was so obsessed with Revelations and the Stations of the Cross. Oh, Stations of the Cross. That uh, my mom, when I was like really young, brought me in to talk to the priest like one day, which is me and him, and he would he brought me around to each oh, of God, the I would stations. Love to have heard that conversation. And I, I was, it's fascinating because the Stations of the Cross are all fucked up too. But you walk in and there's just a Roman numeral and Jesus is getting like, you know, fucking nailed to a cross yeah. or you're like, what in the fuck is going on here? Um, and why do we have this on every church? Uh, got to remind everybody, got to guilt everybody to come back. So yeah, rapture happens and then everyone, you know, is it, it's hell. Like, like, so, okay, so that's, that creates hell because they took all well, the good people. So it's just left with a bunch of assholes. Well, so I think it, it's got a timeline on it yeah, though. It's got, it's, it's hell on earth for a while and demons and devils It's what this is. The end was dealing with. Yeah. Demon. Yeah. yeah. A, I was yeah. about to say, this sounds familiar. Yeah. And so it's all that happening. I forget what the timeline is. I can still look it up mm-hmm. on how long that lasts, but that's the idea. Yeah. Is it I mean, like longer than a year? Yeah. Okay. I couldn't do it. But it's not that. a good year. You don't want to be down there. I feel like you'd do and that's what the whole Left Behind series is, is like that happens and then it's living in the aftermath of it as it starts. And the guy who's like, 
the Antichrist. Uh, that's obviously the big bad dude on Earth. He's it, it, spoilers for the Left Behind. <laughs> oh, I, I want a lot. No, I want to read it. Don't okay, say anything. Okay, okay. I'm gonna read it. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna download. I read it. book. It sounds really cool. It was it was a cool idea. Then they made a really bad movie with Kirk Cameron, like you were talking about. I like Kirk Cameron. So I mean, so to me, like that's all. It, it's just it comes, Nick. It comes back to this for me. Mm-hmm. There's something. When all right, when you go to like the molecular level of like Judeo Christianity, right, like. There's just everything doesn't make any sense. Like nothing makes sense, and and I can't you know over time in my 29 years, like I re- like I said before, I have a huge respect for religious people. I have a huge respect for my, the Christian faith. I consider myself culturally Catholic, and my family is very religious. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not everyone, but like my you know my dad especially is like very religious man. And uh, but like I get into the, we and we agreed 15 years ago to never talk about religion again. You know, I you shake hands on it, walk away. But like because I, I, you get to the molecular level of you know a science and you understand it, like right, chemistry, and you get to the you know, to the molecular level of the atoms and quarks and all this kind of stuff. Like, but when you get to the molecular level of something, of humanity, like religion, everything starts to fall apart. Nothing makes any sense. You know, like, and, and to me, I can't, I can never run away from that. Even as a little kid, I can never like convince myself that it felt to me like I was lying to myself. And I, yeah. I always felt like that was kind of weird. And I didn't want to diminish people's religion. And I don't, if you're, if you have faith out there and you believe more power to you, but to me, it's like it, how, like, Jesus comes back to Earth, right? In, in in around the turn of you know BC to to AD, he dies in thirty two AD or whatever. Um, he is the Son of God, but God is one in the Trinity. So Jesus is God and the Son of God and the Spirit of God all at once. He comes back to Earth. Why? Then like they 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 draw this whole thing out where he has to be not only die but has to be crucified by the Romans. Why? Like why why is it so hard? Just bring everyone to salvation. Like if you're like why does that have to be a game? You know what I mean? That's yeah. like why I don't think God exists because it doesn't make fucking sense. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, in that sense, right? Like they, I mean, he gives his life and everything to put you in debt, right? To in debt to in debt your followers, or, you know, to, to in debt the human race. How many Twitter followers would Jesus have? Oh, so many. more than Ellen. <laughs> More than Ellen, his selfie would go bigger. <laughs> but I mean, right? That's the idea. Right? He gave his that. life for you, and his, but his death opened the gates of heaven, so everyone can go or whatever. Like that's the thing. That's why, it, uh, on top of original sin, right? You're also carrying this guilt that this guy died for you. Mm. It just doesn't. It's just I know, but it doesn't make any like like just uh, in a philosophical way. It's yeah. just like why did just cut to the chase? If like why are you letting all these bad people live for thousands of years? Just fucking have the rapture now, you know? Yeah, kill them, be done with them. And then it's like free will and all this stuff. But if you're a Calvinist, you don't really believe in free will. But if, you know, and then like it just gets into this granular level mm-hmm. where like now none of them disagree. The Jewish people, you know, the Jewish faith believes Jesus existed and was a holy man, but he's not the, son the Messiah. Yeah, he's not the son of God. You know, so then like it, it splits up that way. Then it's like Jesus is a holy man in the Muslim faith, but he's not the Messiah. You know what I mean? It's It's like... I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. No, I'm if I'm reading you. this graph right, it's the second coming and then a millennium and then last judgment. How long is the millennium? A thousand years? We have to do a thousand the, years? Yeah. The millennium is much shorter. <laughs> is, hasn't the millennium come and gone? Yes, it has. <laughs> uh, circa, what, Men in Black 2? Yeah, something okay. like that. When, cool. I was, when I was young, um, you know, and there's Santa Claus and Easter Bunny and Tooth Fairy and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember fairly young realizing that these are made up things uh-huh. and when i was younger and dumber than i am now slightly hard to believe yeah i know it's crazy it was especially with what i'm about to say um i always used to I, I thought that that jesus was part of that crew yeah 
I also thought that Michael Jackson was. No way. Swear to God. How is that possible? When I was young. King of pop. When I was Greg, young. King of well, pop. so because here's the thing. So I grew up with um, like very close to this one fa- one family, and they now we, we have our next shirt. We had we had Santa, Santa Claus. Claus and Easter Bunny and Jesus and Michael Jackson. <laughs> so so it'd be Christmas time. Crew. Like um, my my close friend's Peruvian, and when it'd be Christmas time, we go to his house, and like we'd be talking about Santa Claus, and he's talking about this little little rat that would come. Like they had a, I, I want to say his name's Pepe, but it's probably not Pepe. <laughs> 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 Pepe would come. It's really racist. And it's a little rat that would bring presents, and I'm like, that's fucking stupid. And then then I re- like he was like, your shit's fucking stupid. I'm like, I guess you're right. My shit is stupid. And then yeah. that's kind of the source of realizing that wasn't true. And then there's all these other things, right? And I thought that religion was one of those things. Right. Like, later I realized that, oh, you know, it's it's not. But um, then Michael Jackson, <laughs> I thought he was a made-up, I thought it was a made-up thing because I would see Michael Jackson and he was a black man. And then all of a sudden I saw him and he was a white woman. And it confused me because I'd sure. hear him sing. He sounded sure. like I a woman. See that. He looked like a woman. I and I was that. like five and he was singing the Free Willy song. And I was like, oh, I don't Free get Willy this. Song. And yeah. That classic. So... The th- I see the thing about it is that's the thing that's so hard to wrap your head around when you, you know Colin and I talk about all the time right that you know raised Catholic or whatever we go to these Catholic schools or whatever and then when people are so quick right now to tear apart Scientology or any other religion or but mainly Scientology these days right Book of Mormon something like that and you sit there and you're like yeah that is silly aliens coming down and then you start and when you actually turn it around and look objectively at the Christian faith or the Catholic faith you're like, huh I guess there's some flaws in that one too. Right? You know what I mean? Like it just. Bo- this is what bothers me the most, right? Like yeah. we, ca- Catholicism specifically, Rome, right? Like has evolved many times o- over the years, right? And like p- some people in the comments of last week's video about aliens were like, "Well, religion doesn't necessarily, or Christianity doesn't necessarily disappear because of you know." Aliens, aliens showing up. I'm like, no, it does. It does because we have to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> you know, because the line, the line, you know, during, you know, during Galileo and and you know, um, you know, the the, the Renaissance scientists, that you know, the Enlightenment scientists that were like, no, the Earth's not at the center of the of you know, of the universe. It doesn't make any sense. But the Bible says that it is. You know, the Bible also says the Earth was created before the sun, which makes no sense. Because there can't be a planet around with no star holding it into a gravity well, right? So like, there's all these things, and they're like, no, no, that's just a, that you know, that's just metaphor. Yeah, it's just a metaphor. It's just a metaphor. It's just a metaphor. It's just a me- like over and over again. It's like, well, then what in this book is real? You know, because even the part where you hate gay people and can't masturbate, right? Exactly, that's like, the real stuff. <laughs> exactly, not the part like, where you can stone your I, wife or any of the other stuff. No, no. Yeah, it's like it's like adult. <laughs> it's like a, a divorce, divorce and adultery is like is totally totally illegal in the Bible. You know, in the Old Testament. Nope. Not anymore, you know, like yeah, yeah. slavery. Even like, it's like we, you know, d- there was people that justified slavery with the Bible, but no, that was you know now yeah, homosexuality is probably the new battle. But it's like eventually you have to draw the line and be like, listen, there's more wrong in this book than we've ever really examined before. Maybe we have to look at it as a great manual to which to in which to live your life, written by people that didn't even agree with each other. Even the even the, you know the, even the gospels fucking contradict each other, you know, and they're all supposed to be together. It's not like they were like all. You know, like all the, the, these, you know, these four guys specifically that wrote the four, you know, the four gospels or whatever, like weren't together. They were fucking together, you know. And then, but obviously, they were written by people afterwards, but they don't even agree with each other. Some of them all tell the same story, different so, ways, and different <laughs> ways. And someone will tell this story, and someone will tell this story that seemed to have happened at the same time. And it's like, come on, guys. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so that's like where I'm coming from. It's like I believe I like religion and I like faith, but I also feel like it holds us back to understanding like the true nature of humanity, the true luck of us being here. Sure. And that maybe we shouldn't 
take our lives for granted because we're like, well, we'll be in a better place one day. Maybe we won't be. Maybe we only have our 80 years of existence. Well, that's the whole thing, too, of yeah. like when people talk about the the book being a metaphor, right? And the fact that the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven is earth. You know, heaven is on earth. And so you're supposed to be living a just life now to enjoy the fruits of all this, right? You know, how blessed we are to live and do all these things. But that gets lost and gets mistranslated or whatever. Or maybe it doesn't get mistranslated. People interpret how they feel. But, but yeah, I, I agree. You know, it's just like when I think about like the heliocentric theory or like, like versus a geocentric theory and like how they were like going to fucking kill people over this and they were like going crazy and they're like, ah, oh, forget it, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Or like how like, you know, Lu- Martin Luther was the one that went to Rome and was like, what are you doing? Like, you have all this money and all this gold. This is wrong, you know? Nailed his, you know, theses to the, to the you know, the, the church door and started, basically started Protestantism, you know? It's like, there already were these disagreements. That everyone's just, like, kind of sweeping them under the rug. I mean, like, well, everything's kind of still the same. But it's not because, like, over and over again, like, you, you check things off. Just like, the, you know, it insinuates the seven days of Genesis. And then the seven days are metaphors. But then maybe they're not. And then maybe the, it's like, but then things are made out of order. And it doesn't make any sense. Woman comes from man's rib. No. No, no, no. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, we, yeah. Got, we, got, we got a little bit of a long lineage of proof against that one. You know what I mean? Like, we know where women come from. Where do they come from? Babies. I was going to say the kitchen, but... Oh. Jesus oh. Christ, <laughs> Nick! Wow! I'm joking. I'm but who kidding. built the kitchen? God. Yes. God. Now... You want to mark that one, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> Are we taking that one out? No, it's fine. So I don't know. To me, it's like there's just all these kidding. I there's all these women. philosophical issues like that, and 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 I can't be intellectually honest with myself and think that this is real. You know, like like I said, God bless you, if, and more power to you. And I respect religion, and I will always stand up for the Catholic faith as a culturally Catholic person. I'm Italian and Irish. That's very Catholic. But um, yeah, it's just I, so proof. I need to see, and seeing is believing. But the New Testament says that you you know blessed are those. Who believed and did not see. Yeah. Well, that's, so. that's the brilliance of all the religions that put that in there is that it's a fail safe, right? Yeah. You can't sit there and be like, well, I need to see something. Well, no, the faith is it's based on you not seeing yeah. it. That makes sense. So, wait, so then if you saw it, then it doesn't exist? No, you're a chosen one. You saw the toast that had Maria burned into it. It's, yeah. But think about it this way. Like, Tim makes a good, a good point. Like, think about Lazarus, right? Like, people saw him coming out of the grave. So, everyone there that knew and then the people they told, and maybe just a few, a few generations were like, that was fucked up. Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. dude was dead, you know? And, like, he, like, came out of the grave and he was alive. Or when Jesus casts the net into the waters and pulls it back and there's, you know, all the fish yeah, and the, turning water into wine. Water. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like, Jesus. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, those are the kinds of things that people did see that. Like, apparently did see that. And, again, we've said Josephus and, and Roman historians have talked about Jesus. Jesus existed. There's no doubt about that. But maybe he was, maybe, like... We don't often think about, like, he, like, I don't want to say cultists or anything like that, but, like, he might have just been delusional, you know? Like, too. Like, there's totally a possibility of that. Plus, you have Mary Magdalene, who is probably his wife, which the Bible would never, ever, ever touch in a million years, you know? And then you have his mom, Mary, and Joseph, who's really only alluded to a few times, the virgin birth and all this kind of stuff. It's just like, what the fuck? This is so complicated. Just come back, you know? (laughs) This is so complicated. Yeah, it's too complicated. It's too complicated. I appreciate it because it's fascinating. I've read the Bible. I take classes on the Bible. I know the Bible. But I study it as, you know, a piece of fiction. You know? And I took a great class, a couple classes in college, and we wrote a, we read a book called, uh, which is a great book. It's a short book, too, called, uh, you know, Who Wrote the Bible? And it's 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 split into four parts for the four Gospels, and yeah. it ties all the, who they might think wrote it and when they wrote it and stuff like that. It's fascinating stuff. Yeah. But, 
it's for scholars now, not theologians, to figure everything out, in my opinion. Hmm. Interesting. I yeah. Like that. Yeah. Also, real quick. Yeah. The thing that bothers me the most, hmm. Catholic faith has books in the Bible that are not accepted by other faiths and vice versa. We have the book of Ruth, for instance, which is considered part of the New Testament that is then not considered New So, like, there's all this, like, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're done with your topic? That's it. All right. You're up. I always talk about it. I always see little signs and feel the presence of God. And that's how I know. Like when you see Portillo? Yeah. Only you g- see God's eyes in Portillo? Only a, only a God could make something this perfect. Look at him. Aerodynamic. Look at him. Low to the ground. Able to bounce back from any problem. Got his own built-in spoiler on the end there. Colin. Yes. What's your topic? First of all, I want to read this real quick, this tag from Eagle Rare. Oh, please do. And we're drinking Eagle Rare. It's great bourbon. It's a little expensive, but you should drink it. It's good. It says, lead a rare life, courage, leadership, survival, heroism, devotion, character. Mm. I like that character's Words been there. to live by. <laughs> you got to throw in character. So I'm going to need a drink for this one. Mm. Colin, what would, before we start, what would the what would like the five or four words be to just describe you? Heroism's definitely. Would, would heroism be in there? Would the, would, do those all apply? Let me read those again. Let's go around the table here. Courage? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah he's courageous. Leadership? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Survival? Oh, yeah. Why is survival? <laughs> that's the one that stands at When you want to survive, you drink whiskey. Whiskey, because that's the one thing you need out in the wild to survive. All right. Bourbon. Sorry, Colin. No, it's okay. What is your topic? So I want to talk to, uh, real quick, and, and I'm just going to come out and say it. Um, a decision was made the last few days that really disgruntled me and mm-hmm. made me state that Star Wars is officially dead to me. Mm. Officially dead. Dead now, to me. How could Star Wars be dead to you? Because they went ahead, Disney went ahead and took the expanded universe and said that it's all not canon anymore. But hasn't it always been that though? No. No, it certainly hasn't. A lot, so of, a lot of people have been trying to say that, that they've been saying this, but that's bullshit. It's always been part of the canon. Oh, most of it. Not all, but some of it hasn't been, and they've tried to work it in or whatever. But this is officially stating that anything that happened in the expanded universe, mostly in between Empire and Jedi and then after Jedi, um, is no longer part of the story. And this frees up the writers, of course, of J.J. Abrams' mm-hmm. trilogy to write what they want. But it bothers me, not in the sense that they can't do this. They can do whatever they want. You know, a lot of people were being like, you sound awful entitled. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Because I'm not saying that they can't do this. If they want to do that, that's fine. I'm just saying I'm not giving you another cent of my money <laughs> <laughs> ever, now, now, ever. And that the hundreds of dollars I spent on that EU shit when I was a kid and all the time I read it and studied and all that stuff, wasting my fucking time. You got a higher education than that, didn't you? Like yeah, but it's useless. I, I basically had a bachelor's degree universe. in Star Wars Expanded Universe yeah. as a kid, self-taught. In addition to my degree from Northeastern, now right. I have one degree, <laughs> and it's from Northeastern because this other fucking thing ended up being—you're literally half a man right now. I, I ended up going to—I ended up going to a bi-male technical institute. You know, now, now here, here's my thing on that one though. Don't you feel like that's a little bit of a relief though, because now they can go forward with Lawrence Kasdan as a writer and write something good. They don't have to adhere to Metaclorians. Well, I guess they actually still do. Don't yeah, they? Lucas what? wrote that, and that is canon. Damn, that and is so canon. is Jar Jar Binks. Yes, Jar Jar Binks is canon. Prince Shizor, not canon. What did you do Dash that? Rendar, not canon. Mara Jade, not canon. Grand Amor Thrawn, not canon. Jar Jar Binks and those racist Asian fucking Trade Federation people, canon. Newt Gunray. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. So, so like, flash forward to like seven months from now, right? Yeah. And everyone's like, when you're sitting into, in the fucking theater watching it. No, you get into work, and everyone goes like, <laughs> everyone goes. 
dude, you, have, you haven't seen it yet? Oh, you got to come see it. Right. This is what always happens at work. Everyone's like, dude, you haven't seen it. And they act like the thing came out 18 months ago, and you're just now catching Nick, up. Even you're the one that does this. The trailer sure. just you and Sean dropped, Finnegan, right? So literally, so literally, you walk in, and, and Colin, someone goes, Colin, you got to come see it. This is the first Star Wars Episode Seven teaser trailer, right? And it gets the... No, it doesn't. They can't do that. They can't do that. Right, whatever. It's going to be the Disney house okay, with so the oh, thing. It gets the really... Okay, so it's... Oh, so, it's the really, so it's the really cool uh, LucasArts emblem then, right? Because that's still available thing. Um, no. So then it starts, right? And it's like... And you hear some cool sort of voice and it's like, in the Empire's wake. And then the no, next thing you see be. is Jar Jar Binks. What do you do? I kill myself and everyone around me. It's like, because- oh, it's me. I'm a Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> You're miss- it, it'll start with some something alluding to... It's. I never thought I'd see you again, Skywalker. And then like, it'll start with the crawl of the fucking story. No, he's talking about the trailer. Trailer. Oh, the the crawl. Oh, the trailer. We have sixty seconds to make an impression. Here's text. (laughs) That would be more interesting. At least it's the fucking story, so we can see where all. I don't think they're gonna start. I don't think they're gonna show. They'll show like one or two. That'll be later in the trailer. They'll show. That'll be the end. Yeah. Oh yeah. At the end, it'll be like the the door opens and it's all three of them there. Sucking. Look at all old and shit. This is the other thing. Suck, like, sucking the guts, guys. Were the Star Wars sucking the guts, guys? Were the Jedi's? <laughs> oh, Leia. God bless. God bless. I love Carrie Fisher. God bless her in this movie. It's gonna be amazing because. <laughs> so, the, but that's not even my problem. I'm glad they got Luke and Leia and Han back. They're in the expanded universe, right? Like, and all these things have happened in the expanded universe. What really bothers me is that not all these stories are good. I haven't read them all. And even the ones that I've read weren't good, but there's some really, really good ones. So good that George Lucas fucking stole from them. Like Coruscant, the Imperial Capital, was created by Timothy Zahn in a well, book. What if, he, what if he now steals? What if they steal good shit from it and like make something new that is the good part? Yeah, but it's kind of messed up, right? Because if you're gonna take source material, that source should be canon, right? Like it's it's kind of it's kind of messed up if I wrote like the Timothy Zahn books were amazing. Yeah, they're and awesome. Lord of the Empire. There was a huge uh, you know backlash when they said they wouldn't be doing those, right? I remember Gallegos was like, I think he was pretty pissed off about that. Because that's what everyone thought they would do. They would go to the Mar Jade story. They would do the... the, the Grand Animal Thrawn. Grand Animal Thrawn, which is badass, right? Are you familiar with these? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you're going to develop those cool characters, you got to give a little credit to the author that's doing it. And I think, to me, that credit is you make it canon. Like, it has to be canon. Like, if the character was originated in a work that's not canon, it's kind of... It gets murky, you know? my thought it's all fucked up what but do you I mean, think the best part know. is I mean, that like, there's no redeeming boba fett storylines anymore so i don't have to put up with bullshit that this guy was an interesting character he's when dead he, he's when dead he in the movie really just a fucking bitch i know but he was a bitch in the movies you still don't know he's dead. and then you're always called in these fucking little asides that happen in the backwater fucking i don't even know where he planet. was in armor and oh he did this thing no he's just no, an idiot no. with a jetpack that he couldn't had, fly he had the mandalorian armor and he's probably the starlock he's so dead he probably could have survived he's a clone and he's dead he could have survived. <laughs> I think, like, in, in, in I think it's Tales from Jabba's Palace, which was released in the mid '90s. They tell Boba Fett's story. I think about how he gets out of the Sarlacc pit. So, like, how he blows it up or something. He might commit suicide in it. I don't. I don't think so. I think that's he like gets out of it. I probably would have uh, taken a thermal nuclear detonator out and just like, nuked myself because I don't want to be slowly, you know, digested. digested in the Sarlacc pit for the next thousand years. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys see the, uh, the robot chicken Star Wars specials? Yeah. Yes, I, I, have, I love them. I love them They're a lot. Really and I, how they deal with Boba, I, I think it's just great. They're I not canon much. either. 
<laughs> Damn it! No. But, but the big the, so the biggest thing to me is that like it's the EU stuff like post Jedi is disappointing that that's not like a lot of that's not canon. But actually, this brings Shadows of the Empire in the, into yeah, that's into terrible. trouble too. And Shadows of the Empire is fucking awesome, but really, thought, really good. I thought he officially was like, no, this is canon. Did he never do that? I, they said that everything that is not from Clone Wars or one other show, Rebels. Or the six movies are not canon anymore. They're not canon. It's too bad. So like, so for people that don't know, Shadows of the Empire was released in the in like ninety six or ninety seven, and it's the story between Empire and Jedi, and it's awesome. It's really really good. It introduces like a bunch of new characters and Jeez. explains things like about how Leia becomes the bounty hunter in Jabba's palace and stuff like Where that. She gets that's that armor yeah, from, like yeah. like that's all explained in the book. Prince Shizor's in it, Dash Rendar. Um, Dash, who was a a little bit of a poor man's Han Solo. Yeah, he was okay. a poor man's Han Solo. But he had that cool ship. Um, what was it called? Do you I remember what it was called? Yeah, I, I can see it in my head. It ha- it, it looks. It kinda, had a cool name. Yeah, it looks kind of like a B wing. Hey, look it up. Right, that's what you got. B wing's the one right? with the yeah the thing. Yeah, the B wing was the one with the like the one. Yeah, thing, that right? kind of looked like that. I always thought that the expanded universe stuff like wasn't canon. That no, it was, it was expanded. So, see, I could have sworn. I could have also sworn that it was always like the only thing that was canon was the was movies, the movies. And the TV shows. Yeah, that was it. No, so and this is the debate I that comes back. I looked this up. Um. What? <laughs> Dash reindeer B-wing plane didn't bring me anything. Okay. Sorry, Nick. I can't help you with your fucking God, shit. Can you that does do something make... other than play a video game for once? True in your story. Life? I, Mike Asef used to work with us at IGN, Colin, and he used to use the gamer tags and stuff of Dash re- reindeer or whatever. And I thought for I thought for the longest time I thought it was reindeer that he, he like I was like is that like short for Dasher? Dasher, <laughs> like, Dasher. Snow? yeah, Dasher yeah. the reindeer. But it was some stupid made up guy who doesn't even exist anymore. Whose existence is really now? Now he never really existed. No, I'm, I'm almost positive that like they went to lengths to explain that Outrider. the expanded universe was not canon. That it was just these movies and stuff, and that it was expanded universe. No, so similar to so it's, it says that um, this is Wikipedia. Um, on April 28th, April or a- April, this is in this is in European dating, and I don't like it very much. April, Boy, April, over here in April, April 20th, 2014, following the acquisition of Star Wars license by Disney, it was announced that all previously released expanded universe content would henceforth be considered an alternate universe, referred to as Legends. A Lucasfilm story group moving forward will ensure that all new comics, books, games, and other media are considered canon and valid to the story being told in the films. So, the, so I think that there was like there was people that worked at Lucasfilms that were just. Their whole job was to keep the expanded universe not yeah, even conflicting th- with its, itself, and then the movies. So they would, if that, if it was never considered canon, they wouldn't have given a shit about what's, any of that. What's the big? Uh, do they have some sort of big anthology? Something library? Some big thing they keep the records in? What that? What's that thing called? The, it's holocron. The holocron. Yeah. Isn't that a cool thing? And there's yeah, people that are. Isn't that a cool thing? That's a cool name. Like, what do you do? I'm the keeper of the holocron. And there's people there that, that like that. They just they just keep <laughs> that shit straight, that. so it doesn't conflict with the movies or what George Lucas wants or. Even though that never stopped George Lucas with Boba Fett's story, for instance, in, in episode two, but we we I guess we saw shades of them doing this in episodes in episode two because they mm-hmm. ruined the backstory of Boba Fett in that movie and the stormtroopers. Um, by making I thought, I thought that there was some theory theories that the Boba Fett in the latter three or the later three movies, sorry, the original three movies was a different Boba Fett than the one we saw there. No, that was a bunch of hurt fanboys <laughs> coming <laughs> up with stories to try to salvage a character that was never cool. And try to give him a shot to be cool again. Two things, Greg. Hey, I've got this. Hey, I've got this gun and this jetpack, and I got this guy. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> Fucking I mean, bitch. Have you, ever, <laughs> have you ever tried to use a jetpack? They're no. exceedingly hard. The Rocketeer did it pretty well. Well, not at first. 
Remember when he pokes through the plane? He's like, I'm here. So you're saying that was Boba Fett's first outing? I mean, maybe he just didn't brush it off. I mean, he's traveling in space. He's a jet Space. Space. <laughs> uh, it's the Outrider. What's his ship's name? The Outrider, right? I had it. It's I bought it. Badass name. They for sold. A ship. They sold it. Here's my the thing, Outrider. Colin, and I'll be serious for changing this topic. This is where I think it hurts you not being a comic book fan. Because the comic book universes are all shattered. I've read so many Superman stories that don't connect at all and are not in the official, de- not, especially not now, yeah. in the new 52 canon. But you enjoy the experience and what you had with it. No. Great stuff. Yeah, great yeah. stories. I'm you still had great stories with old Dash Reindeer running around, mm-hmm. fighting old Botdride, whatever. Botdride. <laughs> I'm going to call him. He I was devious. Botdride was fucking bad, dude. I think that I think that the... the Botch ride. <laughs> is that, is that Everyone just, that's I just gibber B-O-T-T-R-Y-D-E that's what, that's, what what, gonna, that's what your ship would be called. Bot ride. Botch ride. No, it's bot ride, not oh, bot ride. Like B-O-T. Yeah, bot. like a like a bot, like a robot. Bot ride. He's R T D T's friend. That's a badass name for a ship, right? My thing. I'm with Colin on this one. Here's why. You you want to part of the power of Star Wars is the vastness of the universe, right? Is all the crazy things and the possibilities that can happen, and to take. 90% of those things and just immediately take them off the table. It's it's kind of a letdown. It well, don't, they it left makes the it door smaller open than to some of it being real. Yeah, the, right? they said that they might take some of them back and exactly. like make, which I think is good. It's like let's take the right parts. Not the dumb shit. Yeah, but the problem is the right parts are already there. I mean, the the wrong parts are already there, right? The thing that they should take back is the original 3 movies like that. Well, yeah, but that's not going to happen. The, or 1, 2 and 3 rather, not the original 3. The original things are amazing. Um, the first three, but that's the problem. Like those are the things that everyone has a problem with. When other people were allowed to come in and rewrite or write stories about Star Wars, they were freaking awesome because it wasn't Lucas. It was people that were like, "I care about this." And they're I've still awesome, it. though. They are, but, but they they didn't happen. They're, like, not, they're not meaning meaningful. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like it's like comics, but it's not because you know, obviously every, every comic book, you know, every comic book has its origin and stuff like that. But like, really, the events of New Hope, Empire, and Jedi are like. You can't do that over and over again. Like that is the event, right? Like the Death Star, Luke finding Obi Wan, all of that kind of stuff. Luke's father. With the, like you can't, you can like you can't retell that over and over again. That is it. Like that's what Star Wars all revolves around. The like the stories of those for you know Hoth and Endor and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know. To me, it's just like these are. This is one of the few things I really care about, like in a huge nerdy way. And I was really disappointed when I read that because. They can do what they want. They own it, and if they want to do that, that's fine. But I am not going to give them any more money. I gave the I I used to be obsessed with the expanded universe when I was a kid because that's all we had, and a lot of people forget about that. Like yeah. before the special editions came out in '97, and then we obviously dry, in '99, like the expanded universe is what kept Star Wars alive, and it's what kept Star Wars relevant to people. And people like me, the ones who bought the books, were the ones that were keeping Star Wars alive before the films came out. You know, and suddenly you're just like ah. Eh. You know, we don't we don't care about any of that stuff you bought or read or anything like that, and all the toys you bought and this that, and the other thing. It doesn't matter because none of it, it, it obviously none of it ever happened. None of it's real, but it's like saying like it's, I, what, it's like me, damn it. it's fan fiction now. Now it's just fucking fan fiction. It's not like we, it used to be cool because it seemed like it was endorsed. It was endorsed, you know. Yeah. Like Lucasfilms endorsed these books and said like these are canon and this is the way things went down. And we even borrowed certain things from the, the books. Again, like the like. Coruscant's a huge setting in one, two, and three, and that's from a Timothy Zahn book. You know, like he didn't Lucas didn't make that up. You know, that's one of the only cool things from the prequels, ironically. Real quick question. Is Steven Zahn related to Timothy Zahn? No. Timothy Zahn? Yeah. Who's Timothy Zahn? Steven Zahn related who's Tim- to Timothy who's Zahn? Zahn. Who's Steven Zahn? That sounds familiar. Uh, Saving Silverman. He's one of the actors in that. Also playing. in that thing you do? I'll look it up. Thank you. That's a better <laughs> reference. There you go. So that's it. I just wanted to kind of, you know, I just had to kind of 
kind of talk about that. I, so I'm not spending a dollar on, on Star Wars ever again. And uh, I, I will not be seeing the movies in the theater. If it's on TV wait one day, you know, in the future and I'm, it's on, maybe I'll watch it. But I'm not. I'm going to go out of my way to not see it. And that's just my little. And that's just my little. See it. No, I'm not going to go to the theater. He won't go to the theater. And that's my little. He couldn't. He talked forever about Red Dawn remake, and we never even made it out to the theater to see that. He ain't going to go see any of this. That's a slightly different. See, this news really it excites me actually. Like I like the fact that now they are they are officially saying everything henceforth is canon. So it's like okay, cool. Now this is a cool jumping in point to like get into all these things and whatever. It's no longer expanded. I mean, I guess it is still the expanded universe. Like from now on, comics, books, all these things are gonna be telling the same story, and that's cool. I like that because like before, it's it wasn't like that. It was like there was all these different little things going on. It was like I don't know which the fucking Dark Horse comics or the these other shit. Like, should I read these? Do these even have anything to do with the characters I give? Them yeah, but about? I didn't. I didn't. I but I didn't have that that luxury, right? Like I read them all. I bought those books, and I don't know. It's just disappointing to me, especially because they had the choice of saying, like, like God, go back and redo the fucking one, two, and three. Like, go back to what's wrong. Like, everyone hates those movies. Everyone fucking hates those movies. See, but You're I not going to find many people that though. hate Heir to the Empire or Shadows of the Empire. People would like those books, you know? Like, yeah, maybe Shadows was amazing. It was a really good book. Really good book. Yeah, it's excellent. I read it in one day, I remember. I think I read it. Yeah, I think it was one of those books. I was in, like, like, seventh or eighth grade when I devoured in, like, two days. It was awesome. Like goosebumps. I hear what you're saying, and you're yeah, right. Like it's cool now that, like, yeah, from this Hardy point voice. forward, everything we write and everything we put out is Star Wars canon. But you know, for OGs is that like what me, saying? yeah, that's what they said. Like to make. Or is sh- it really just the movies that they're putting? No, out they're saying like everything henceforth will be. And we'll then make 30 sure years, written. they'll blank it out of existence. And you'll be like, I warned you when they came for my Boba Fett and Bot Rider. No one stood up. I don't know. I, I think it's I think it's stupid. And and a lot. I'm, I the good thing I know is that my my instinct when I read that I was like, that's bullshit. Yeah, I'm like that. Really makes me mad. And I looked it up, and not everyone's mad. So it's not. So it's not like I'm. I'm the. I'm the only one that's mad. You're you not know? the only Star Wars nerd who's oh, mad. No. All the Star Wars nerds are mad. Not all of them. I'm sure a lot of Star Wars fans are happy about that too. But I think older Star Wars fans that really were into the lore of the series before the special editions came out. So in the early mid 90s before they started blinking things out of the actual movies. Right. Exactly. The okay. Greedo shoots first. See, I don't understand though. Like with with the old expanded universe, like how could that have been canon when there was so much of it? Like the video games. All, like not yeah, all but the like, things make sense. So you, n- on they, top of each other. Yes, yeah, mo- I mean like Dark Forces does. You know, like Kotor would make sense. Like like the good ones, the good games, X Wing vs Tie Fighter. I guess. I mean like like the game Dark Forces has like a real story. You know, like those kinds of games. They they did make sense. Obviously, there was like weird ass games like Yoda stories. Remember that like that, that weird? It was like a procedurally generated garbage game. Obviously, that had no. Yeah, it's just. I don't know. It's just it's just disappointing because I was really into those books and into those stories. I felt like I knew the characters, like even though like you see IG eighty eight for five seconds in the movie, but there's like a lot of story about IG eighty eight. But now like and that makes it interesting in his relationship to Boba Fett and all that kind of stuff, or Zuckus's relation to Fort Loam, uh, you know, and, and all that kind. Of, I like that kind of stuff. I thought it was interesting. I like reading books, so you know, it's disappointing they're saying like, nah, like you just wasted all your time. You, I could have been reading other cooler shit that you know. But you enjoyed your time, and for years he had something to talk about. Now I don't. Now it all doesn't matter. Well, you also you turned on him. You hated him before this. So. That's true. Yeah. So it's like they saw what you were doing, and they're like, well, "I whatever. did." But like this is the this was the turning point for me where I was like, "The, the prequels are fucking terrible, man." Like they were so bad, and you know they hurt me like on a personal level. And I think they hurt a lot of Star Wars fans on a personal level where they're like, "Man, this is bad." You know, like this yeah. is bad, bad, bad shit. Um, but like they could have rectified that situation somehow. Instead, they're saying like middle chlorians. 
that's the real shit, man. How awesome yeah. is it going to be? Just stick with me. How awesome is it going to be to have Luke Skywalker mention Metaclorians now <laughs> and have that be canon? Like that's oh real God. shit now. My God, that's, pro- that's actually how the trailer is going to open. Metaclorians. It's been a long time, Skywalker. What's up, Charge? Hold on, I got to check my Metaclorians. <laughs> Bot Rider, take this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I really I'm interested to see like if the new movie if people think the new movies are good I think it'll have the same arc as episode one where everyone thought everyone if you remember correctly 1999 everyone thought episode one was good for a few days I don't know if you guys remember that like it came out maybe a few weeks especially because we didn't have this internet like this hyper internet culture right, where yeah, it was like yeah. I, I remember going to see me I like that and then I saw it again and I'm like I don't know if oh, I, like that. I don't know yeah. about this and then I went and saw it again and I was like oh Oh, is he no. talking into a Gillette lady's razor? <laughs> and then, and then, and then, as the years went on, I was like, "Oh man, this is really bad." Yeah. And then episode two came out, and no one had any expectations. Episode three was like, no one had any expectations. There were some people that were like, "This is going to be great." Yeah, I enjoyed three, it. Three was good. Well, oh, I, 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 I like. As a one. guy who never read any of these goddamn stupid fan fictions, I thought it was fine. I only knew the movies, and I, had, I thought finally shit's happening in three. Stupid fucking! I have the high, high ground. I lop off every limb except one, but whatever. Robots. <laughs> so that's where I stand. I'm I'm done. If you guys don't have any anything else to put into this uh, particular, comment. I have to chime in that Steve Zahn was born in Marshall, Minnesota, the son of Zelda, who worked for the YMCA, and Carlton Edward Zahn, a retired Missouri Lutheran pastor. <sighs> now related to whatever his face He's was. Now this Timothy is expanded. Zahn. Timothy Universe. Zahn. Is Timothy Zahn still alive? Probably. He's probably show. just super pissed off right now. You think he is? He probably is. He probably is. He gets okay. so much money. Or no, Disney! Abrams! Alright, good topic. I'll go next. My topic is also controversial from this past week. Mm. Comicsology. An app to read comics. Colin, don't fall asleep yet. I'm getting to the part you'll care about. Uh, I've been a big supporter of Comicsology. It was something I'd been calling for a long time. It's the reason I bought my iPad. To read comics digitally, not to have to collect comics. To be happy reading them digitally, spending way too much money on comics. Tim, you do this as well. Mm-hmm. Nick, you've just begun. I have. I've just ventured into that. They got bought by Amazon not too long ago. Last month. Mm-hmm. Big news. Oh, cool. They got bought by Amazon. Everybody's like, Amazon's going to ruin them. And we're all like, nah, it'll be fine. Uh, they release a new... They close their old app. Yeah, it's not even an update, by the way. No, it's not even an update. They close their old app, create a new app you have to go into and log into. And the big thing is that there is no store anymore inside it on the on the digital iOS front or the Android front for that part. You have to go to the Comixology website, which has always exists, where you can read comics online as well. But now you have to go there, buy your comics on the web, and then they'll appear in your reader. You have to go download them in your it's reader. Kindle. Yes. Which Kindle used to be able to buy books in as well. Your Kindle app on your iPad used to be able to buy your books. Then when? When was that? That was the when it first a long started. time ago. Yeah, exactly. But the, I've and, never had that. Because this is exactly like every, so this happens, people flip the fuck out. Saturday yeah. I woke up and the Twitter was aflame with people freaking out. This is the worst thing ever. They've ruined comicsology, they've ruined this. And my initial reaction was, Yeah, this sucks. This is a it's a hurdle, right? The fact that I'm reading comics and I want to read the next comic, but I have to go to the website or whatever, blah blah blah. But then you think about it, and really it's just the, you know, screw job, no offense, of the, or not even the screw job, but like how the in-app purchases work. That 30% of an in-app purchase needs to go to Apple, right? So for Amazon to come in, sell things through Kindle, sell things through Comixology now, it makes sense for them to force you to this. And at first, again, yeah, like, I get the knee-jerk reaction of... But I won't be able to, I mean, like the, you know, the guy who wrote Punisher and did all this stuff, created Punisher, he's yeah. had, had like a long diatribe, not diatribe, but a long thesis on why this is horrible, right? And all these reasons. And we'll get to them. But th- when I stopped to actually think about it, 
I, my iPad is Wi-Fi only, not 3G. So anytime I'm around reading comics, I'm usually on or computers within arm's reach, right? When new comics come out on Wednesday, I just have to change my mindset of, well, I'll get them when I get home to, I'll check it out on a lunch break and see what I want to buy this week and click, click, click and be done. Also, Comixology a few months ago, before the Amazon acquisition, introduced subscriptions where I love Invincible and I love Walking Dead and I love a bunch of other series. So I just click a button and I'm subscribed now. So I auto buy those every time they come out every Wednesday that they come out of the month. So for me, not that much changes. At first, sounds horrible whatever for me personally not that much changes but i know other people are freaking out are either of you freaking out uh so that makes a lot of sense now because i thought i was going crazy because i i opened up my comicsology app a couple days ago and couldn't and it told me to download the other one i was like that's weird it's not an update normally it's just an update yeah. mm-hmm. so now i've got two comicsology apps on my phone and i just finished invincible 107 and i wanted to get i wanted i was like okay i have to know what happens next i'm gonna buy uh, i'm just gonna really quickly you know it's linked to my my itunes account it's gonna buy at eight, nine, and ten, right? And uh, I could not figure out why it would not let me purchase. And I, I logged in online, started a Comicsology account. It doesn't ask me for any credit card information, and I gave up. I was like, I'm gonna, I, I give up. I don't. This is too much work to get three comic books, where it, it shouldn't be that hard, right? And I think right. it's actually worth the thirty percent for the ease of use. That, by the way, I dropped when they had a sale. I dropped. Forty dollars on comic books. Sure. I bought like forty issues. Just kept, I just marathon through these things. Why? Because it's you don't stop to think. Right. You just go, I've done that too. Oh, well, I got to get the next one. Oh, I got it. And the the only thing that stopped me was that I was literally falling asleep. And I'm like, eh, okay, I'll, I'll table this yeah. until tomorrow. So I think it's going to hurt their business considerably in the short term. I'm yeah. sure Amazon has a plan because if there's one company that can go out there and actually take on Apple it's Amazon right they're, they're crushing well they've already Amazon. been doing it with Kindle I mean this isn't like something crazy this is what you're talking about earlier yeah right? I mean Kindle. I've had the Kindle app on my iPad since 2009 and I've never had it any other way than me having to go to a site one click order send it to Andrew Jackson that's the name of my iPad and then <laughs> I love it then, <laughs> I love it and then you know and then it, it's, See, it think, loads up I think my wife has a Kindle Fire and I think she can just buy stuff directly from her Kindle well but yeah I, you can do that but I think yes. you have to have an Amazon account but we're talking about the app the Kindle app. Yeah, like I have oh, my Kindle, on your Kindle app is the same thing because it. it's run by Amazon. Amazon comes yeah. yeah, I mean, it may, to me, so I'm not a comic reader, you know, whatever. I didn't even know Comixology was purchased by anyone. Uh, two things strike me as interesting. First is that Amazon and Google are the two companies in the in the world that no one will ever admit does anything wrong because everyone's obsessed with them. So mm-hmm. it's interesting to see, you know, Google does stupid shit all the time. No one will ever say a word about it. It was interesting for me to see people get mad at Amazon because I've never seen that before. You know, like, at, like everyone loves Amazon. Everyone When Amazon Prime went up, everyone's like, ah... It's the that's, perfect. It's great. Yeah, Who cares? Yeah. Which I agree because Amazon Prime is awesome. Um, yeah. So that was that was the first thing that struck me. I'm like, wow, people are being critical. Of Amazon. This is a new frontier here on the internet. The second thing I was thinking was, um, this makes perfect sense. Why the fuck would Amazon want to give thirty percent of their revenue from right. a, from a, a thing they probably spent tens of millions of dollars on when they can just cut them out completely? Real and that makes too, perfect sense to me. To, I want to point out this that on the Android app you can still pay through the reader with Google uh, with uh, PayPal. PayPal. Yeah, PayPal only. But d- jumping back to what I was saying earlier, it's Jerry Conway. Thanks for reloading that while I was reading it. Uh, co-creator of the Punisher. He had this whole thing put up about how and the first line is, and so as we could have predicted, Amazon wrecks Comicsology, mm. and it's this whole thing. And what he brings up is interesting too: the fact that he loves comic shops, but they're dying, right? And that this is Comicsology was the perfect portal to get people into comics, making split-second purchase. You know, what you're talking about? Yeah, I'll buy another one. Yeah, I'll buy another one. Yeah, I'll buy another one. I still think that 
exists. I don't think we're giving readers enough credit. You know, I mean, granted, it's another step to jump through, but I still think it is. You well, buy it's not, no, it's not another step to jump through. It's like three steps. To jump no, through. it's because you're stupid and yeah. don't remember your am- your password for Comixology. All you had to do on your new reader was log in with your username and your password, and you were set to go. You have right. a Comixology. But account. how does it download to your to your phone? Through the actual app, still? it just syncs. It syncs. It's just like Kindle. I don't know. Does but it do that? To, actually? No, but you have to sync it to your laptop, right? Well, your when you iPad? buy a comic on Comixology on the computer, I point because there's a computer over there. Right. You, 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 you guys have never in, seen the other wall. I, I log in as Greg Miller, right? right? And then I buy my comics, and then they are on my account. Right. So then when I come to my computer, now I, you're ah, right. I got you. Okay. You're pointing out a step. Correct. There is the thing here of where there's on on device and then in the cloud. Got it. So okay. I don't. I haven't fooled around enough with the app yet because it's new to me. But like every comic I've ever purchased from Comixology is here, and I can just go and download them. And even and like I can just click that one and download my last whatever 120 books. Got it. Okay. To. Yeah. I mean that is an extra step. Yeah. And I and it's annoying. Don't get me wrong. But I think what this is something we face in our day jobs when we're talking about video game companies and people freak out that Sony's charging this or Xbox is changing that or whatever. We we're so quick to overlook the hard facts of being a business, right? Like everyone businesses exist to make money and get you the services you need. Right. And like, Amazon, I'm sure, like where they are a smart company, right? They must have weighed options of mm-hmm. this 30% is costing us X millions of dollars. If we ex- lose this, we're gonna, if we change it, we're going to lose probably estimate this percent, but they'll come, this percent will come back. And, that's, and it's like, it's got to work out. Yeah, yeah. They, they did a cost benefit analysis on that. And they were like, that's we're losing, we're losing $40 million a year, say just to Apple. Yeah. And that, if we do this, we'll lose 20 million. So but, we make 20 million. But that's the thing is like, it's not even I don't think it's even a traditional cost benefit analysis being like we're losing money it's being like we're not getting money that our direct competitor that our job is to put out of business because that's what Amazon wants to do to Apple it like everything they're doing and everything they have going on is to fucking compete with Apple everything yeah. you know it's smart from like their you know their devices to you know to uh, you know the the store Amazon phones. box and the store and everything like everything they want Apple you know they want them and so like it's not even about like them losing money to a third party of some sort. It's losing money to the company that they fucking hate. It's true. You know, and so like that they they buy things like Comicsology just like they got made the deal with HBO to fuck their competitors. You know, like the HBO Go deal or the HBO deal on Amazon Prime fucks Netflix. Well, this deal fucks Apple. You know, and like that's like when you have a lot of money, you throw it around and like God, I want to get there. I want to get there one day. <laughs> this this really sucks for users. You know, yeah. because whenever a feature is taken away from them, whether or not they actually use it, like I, I don't buy comics from the iPad. Like that's not something I would ever do. I don't really care. Historically, about that. I do when I have one offs, but it's 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 never. And I understand that. I think maybe we're in a privileged group, right? And I'm sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Sorry to be an Scarpino to yeah, you. Go. Um, that's what people say in the comments. They, they don't like you. They said that in the comments one video, well, and we highlighted I have it, framed it off camera. I've been better. Uh, for me personally, it's. My friend says, this comic is great. And I'm like, okay, great. I trust their opinion. I sit down and I usually off a computer buy 10 mm-hmm. and then go. So it'll be annoying when I finish those 10. And I'm like, I want to read the next one. Well, I got to go to my computer. But it's all the way over there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when I when I fly somewhere, I load the com- I make sure I'm loaded up on comics and go. But it's. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, for me, like I, the thing that draws me to comics is not necessarily art. It's the storytelling, right? It's the fact that you can get lost in a, in a really fleshed out world that can be fleshed out over the span of hundreds of issues potentially. And so when I get in that mindset where I'm vibing and the story is really resonating with me, it's there's an addictive quality to it that I want to stay there in that mindset for as long as humanly possible, right? And that's when I start marathoning through these things. And I think from a business standpoint, I think you'd want to keep your customer in that mindset as much as possible because literally 
Like I said, I bought a bunch of Invincibles when they were on sale. Well, guess what? I also bought a bunch of them when they weren't on sale because I needed to know what happened. And yeah. now those were like the five issues or the eight issues that I bought were that's expensive. Yeah. You know, um, but I mean, if you're still addicted to it, are you, are you not going to just go to the website and then buy them later anyways? Probably, probably. But it's it's one more. It's one. It's, it's you know, like we all work on a, a on a website. Right. And there's a there's a good rule of thumb, which is like. Don't put any barriers between right. put as few barriers between the, the the consumer and the content as humanly possible, right? And like that's why we don't want to route people through to like thirty different things to find this show, right? We want them to come to one place and find it, and we want gameovergreggy.com, right? And we want them to to watch as much of it as humanly possible um, without having to stop and like you know like if people had to download this and it would it took you twenty minutes to download, like we people would probably be less into it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think ultimately, like I'm saying, it's a great, it's a smart business move for them because ultimately, I think they probably have something more in store for us than than this. Well, process. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I I feel like this isn't going to end up being good at the end. Like, it sucks that a feature is getting taken away, but obviously, Amazon's now going to focus on comics a bit more, promote them, which a is bit cool. More. Yeah, and it's like to me, the whole the app store thing. It's more about discoverability than it is about like being able to purchase it right there. It's being able to look at like, oh, what is hot right now? What's going on and all this stuff. Sure. It's like, oh, I want to I want to get the this free out. like the, but that's you get what, the free first issues of everything too, so you can read stuff oftentimes with it. Yeah, I think it's pretty but I mean, cool. You can still do that on the website, you know? Yeah. And like with but you Amazon, can still do it on the app too. I think. I think you can still read it. If it's free, I think you can read it right there. Oh, cool. Well, it just doesn't seem like that big of a deal, right? Like Amazon's already the master of one click shopping. Like they they've always been better than iTunes. iTunes has always been this cumbersome garbage. I fucking hate using it and you know, Amazon has always been like, sign in, we remember you, we're not fucking crazy. Like, yeah, like you could find, like, I, I, I buy, like, my, the analog to me is I buy a ton of books, right? Like on Kindle, and I have to go on my computer. Sometimes I go on my iPad, just go to the browser and buy them. And it's so easy. It's like almost too easy. Like, sometimes I'll wake up, you know, I, I, I'll be up late and wake I want to read There's a, few... a beer next to you and there's 40 new books. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, whoa, oh my yeah. God. I'll wake up, like, you know, because I like to, do, I, I like start reading something really interesting and then I go look for books on it and I'll just buy them. I'm like, this is almost too easy. Yeah. You know, like, let's see. So it's the same thing. Maybe they're doing, you know, you say it's a bad bad for the user. Maybe it's good for the user. Maybe it's going to be like, why don't you think twice before buying, you know, $50 worth of comics today? See, I don't think that's Not that I'm sure that, that that's what they yeah, want, I'm but sure it might they be don't the kind want of. That. Well, see, here's here's my thing. I will support this if it eventually leads to uh, some sort of subscription. Like you're talking about subscriptions, but you don't mean it in the same sense as Netflix. Like, when are they going to do? Uh, and and now Amazon has the the capability of doing this because they've got the power behind. You know, they're they're a huge corporation. When are they going to do the ten dollars unlimited comics per month subscription model? Marvel does that. Yeah, do they? Marvel does it for, but it's older, like older stuff, older and then after stuff. what a month or two months, it pops up. Not a Marvel guy, sorry. DC. Yeah, and it, it, the problem with that though is, I mean, you know, it's there are so many comics that come out every. Sure, but here's what I'm saying. Like, I know there are only so many, right? There's not like, I mean, are you saying there's not there's no, no, too saying, there's few a, there's or too? I say I think there's too many to be able to offer that at a competitive price that makes sense. Yeah, but what if I I, I don't when it comes to like these TV shows and stuff, like you're not getting the newest stuff always. Sometimes you are. I mean, like with what? I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I mean sometimes you'll get that season, like, right when it's over. Well, that's what I'm, I'm not saying. Kidding. Like no, PlayStation well, that Plus, sense, but that's what I'm saying. Like well, with Hulu, you get you can get stuff that's that's there, but it's that's not a subscription model. I see what you're saying. Um, what I'm saying is like they give you yeah you have to limit it. Like Netflix is limited. You're not getting anything really that good except for oh. occasion, an occasional cartoon that I think is amazing. Justice. Like like Ultimate Spider-Man. Young Justice. Um, but you don't get the newest Ultimate. Spider-Man. Sure, but I wouldn't care about that, right? Because well, if so I Marvel doesn't now then. Well, that's what I'm saying, but when but Netflix does isn't just studio specific, right? So Netflix uh-huh. puts everything on their platform that they can get their hands on, right? Uh, similar to Spotify, I'm thinking more like Spotify, right? Where Spotify is a third party company that can get any song from any label, yeah. right? 
when can Comixology become that thing? Because that's what I would pay $10 a month for, which Mm. is I would pay $10 a month to be able to read any DC, any Marvel, any Image comic that I wanted beyond a certain point, right? Like, or or before a certain point. I think that would be freaking awesome. Because I'd love to go back and reread, like, all the old DC comic books, like, all the old, like, Frank Miller stuff, anything that he did. And I'd pay $10 a month for that. And I, mean, I totally forget that I was Going back to that, that's why I think this is also not that big of a deal. I mean, I think it is a huge deal. And it's like, it does suck that something's being taken away. But the way that, like, me specifically, when I am when I buy comics, like, either a friend recommends it to me or I go to, like, IGN and right. see, like, what they're talking about. And then a lot of research. You just go to Wikipedia and just kind of read and you're like, oh, I'm interested in that. Right. And I'm never going to buy one issue. You're right. You buy 10. Someone recommends you something. You're going to get... At least enough of them, at least six. Yeah. To be like, am I into this or not? And you buy them at once. I'm not going to buy just issue seven and then maybe issue eight yeah, and yeah. maybe issue nine. What? No, I'm going to buy the next 10, you know, like for, to prepare for the airplane or to prepare for whatever. It's like. So far, my biggest complaint with it, right, is that now that there's a new app, my library isn't there. So I have to re download everything, which sucks because mm-hmm. I had so many books in there. I know that some of them weren't read. So I don't want to just do like the blind. Download uh, everything because yeah. then I'll just have a million books that I they're gonna say new. I imagine, but mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, back to Jerry over here. He ends his article like this. There is no upside to this development, people. There are no positives. Yes, yes, I know. Now Apple can prevent sex criminals. Now Apple can't prevent sex criminals from appearing in Comicsology in store or in app storefront because there is no in app storefront. This is progress. I'm outraged and deeply concerned for the future of digital comics. You should be too. Shame on you, Comicsology. Shame on you, Amazon. Shame on you, Jeff Bezos. And shame on you, supposed comic book fans, if you don't make your voices heard against this. Yeah, that's some dramatic shit yeah, right there. And see, that was my problem with it. I respect everything he's done as a comic book creator, but I'm a comic book fan, and I think I think from working in the internet on a day-to-day basis that this is a giant knee-jerk reaction. That anytime, it's 100% a knee-jerk anytime reaction. Anytime anything happens on the internet, it's the worst thing ever. Oh, my God. Today, this is... that. Will Powers always puts it great. He'll always tweet something along the lines of, oh, so this is what we're mad about today? Like, we're always mad about something, and in a week, everyone will be accepting yeah, of the new Comicsology platform. It's silly, It's just silly to put it that way in this sense. You know, I'll just say... I'll just put it like it is. Apple is not going... is not necessarily a ubiquitous company, right? Like, they are going to go... Like, they have great computers. I use... I have a MacBook. I have an iPhone, and I have an iPad. I'm a huge Apple consumer. But they are not an untouchable company like Amazon is. For Amazon, which is a much more secure company and is going to be here in this in its status for a lot longer than Apple is going to be to buy something like that is good for comic fans because Exactly. It, like because like Amazon Amazon is fucking really legit. You know? Like really yeah, legit. They're not they're not making this and they're not making this this is not a purchase. This is an investment for them, mm-hmm. right? They clearly see that there are fans out there that are yearning for something and that and the platform is not quite there yet, right? I think you're gonna see an evolution of this. Yeah. That's something that we're not expecting because Honestly, I think that the digital platform is probably still failing the comic book industry. Like, I don't know how, I mean, I don't know. I haven't looked at any of the statistics on it, but they're probably doing better than they were 20 years ago, but they're probably still not an outrageous success like they should be. Yeah. Wait, that's a question I have. How does this affect the actual, the creators of the comics at all? Well, I've I've looked around. I've you know, the, the, his Forbes letter here didn't point it out. I was over here on this other article. I've been trying to figure out what exactly the breakdown is. Comicsology has not released a statement on this. Mm. They're totally just like, should we call Linda? Flip the file. <laughs> Portillo's is being sold, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. I will kickstart us to buy that, but we will need three hundred and sixty million dollars. <laughs> need a lot of venture capital. I think we can for that. get it. I think we can get it. I don't know if we can. That, that, I almost had that be my uh, topic. my topic, and I was gonna be like, how do we run a hot dog chain business? <laughs> oh, I'd, quit. I'd quit. I'd quit everything we do right now to run Portillos. That's a, that's an empire. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 hot dog empire. So, 
so yeah, Greg, I, I, I'll close with just my own personal opinion saying this is not a big deal. This is actually probably a good thing ultimately for comicsology and for comic book fans and for the comic book industry. And that a company like Apple is very reliant. They make a ton of money on the App Store, no doubt, but they are reliant on new technologies. And if they don't find that new technology really soon, uh, they're going to be a very old school Apple again because you know the tides are changing. They're losing market share with iPhone. They're losing market share with iPad. Um, you know they they're making money, but you know, and they're profitable and I wish I owned Apple stock, but they, their, their shit's not written in the stars yet. Frankly, Amazon is people are always going to want to buy stuff. Amazon undercuts everybody free shipping, Amazon prime, all the stuff. They are going to be fine. Amazon will be here in 50 years. Yeah. And you know, uh, they, they're always innovating and they make it easy for the to shopper. Amazon has been one of the best things that's happened to the American consumer ever. And you know, so to have, have them, you know, they're very different than Apple. They're all about like cheapness. They're like the Walmart of the internet. Yeah. Know, Apple is like, you know, the, the Tiffany's of they're the, the high end. Yeah. yeah. And like, they're very different companies, you know, here's yeah. here. I have three things to close on for me and they're all kind of quick. One talking about this. Amazon's cool. I think I like Amazon. Yeah, I like what definitely. they're doing. Never had a problem with them. They're going, you know, what about, what if what you, we were talking about here, your unlimited comics, right? What if unlimited comics in the storefront came through the Amazon Kindle and that was tied in with Comixology, and Comixology could then have the storefront there or whatever. What if they developed some kind of tablet tech for that? That's and I'm just putting it out there. Just chew on. Yeah. So wait, a tablet just for comics? No, a Kindle that uh-huh. does everything that a Kindle does now, but also has the Comixology storefront and everything else you want, and they can do a subscription model where you get every from image for ten bucks. Hmm. That'd be cool. that could be really cool. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what we were talking about them building towards something. They might, maybe right. they could be building towards. They something. might put that out. My maybe iPad is main, was bought. My iPad was bought for a comics reader. Me too. So if somebody comes out with a better comics reader and I can do more cool stuff with I it, mean, it doesn't, capitalism, Broseph. It doesn't atrociously load. Imagine, like this one. imagine a full like. I know a lot of people don't like this. I know a lot of people like the backlit screen. But what if it wasn't a backlit screen that was full color and actually looked like the comic book? You know. Mm-hmm. Or they came out with a new technology that was that I would buy that thing, and plus because it was Amazon, I'd be like two hundred bucks, maybe max. You know they don't sell they don't sell stuff for like really expensive, which is awesome. Number two on my closing things uh, in July 2011, Amazon made a similar change to its Kindle app, removing access to the Kindle store to comply with Apple's regulations on in-app purchases. So that's how long that's been gone. Yeah, it'd be really interesting to see what that that did for them, the business and stuff. Like you know, because now we're looking at like oh whatever, I wonder how it's going to affect them. But I sure. We have we have proof from before. Yeah, for a company so profitable, it's probably worth it for them to eat it and make right. sure Apple doesn't get any of the money. Right. And then the final thing is that the DC Marvel Image app, start, all that is run by Comicsology, and that still has in-store purchasing. Exactly. Our, our good friend Little Sin tweeted a, a photo that was funny of my iPad Saturday, and it was just the Comicsology app, and then my iPad Sunday, and it was each one of the publishers' individual apps, mm-hmm. so that he could still purchase in an app like that. See, that's so if it is a huge deal to you, you can yeah. still do that. I wonder how long they're going to keep that and if that's maybe See, some think, weird deal with specifically I think it's them. a weird deal with who made your app because it's one yeah. of those things like obviously they're in partnerships with these people and mm-hmm. DC Comics and everybody else. So if they were like, now we need to strip this out and DC's like, we don't want to deal with our fans flipping out. Well, Company X can start carrying our comics digitally and then uh, com- mm-hmm. Comicsology would crumble. Yeah, man. Let the market sort it out. Mm-hmm. If you hate it so much, don't use it. Yeah, go to comic book shops again. I won't. I'd go back to not reading. See, comics I go. I go to basis. Amazon and buy the actual physical versions. I don't want that. I don't want that crap. I love it. I'm so sick of having see, crap. You, see, you're a physical media kind of guy. You I love am. that stuff. I, I love it so much. I'm super happy to read a comic book on my phone. 
I, I, I can't mean, do I mean, that. You and I have talked you know about what? that before. You, you would think you couldn't do it, but no, I know on, I can't. on Comixology, yeah. Yeah. it's really cool. No, I can't do it. They do a really like good job. I know, they do job. The, the panels and everything. I don't like it. It tells a story. It tells it in an emotion way. I think, I think it's really cool. It's, it's not ideal. I would yeah. prefer to do it on an iPad, but if it's just me and my phone waiting somewhere for a meeting or something like that, I just pop it open. It's awesome. Yeah, reading on an iPad Plus, you look Air, like you're, specifically. You look like amazing. you're checking email when you do it on your phone because oh, you're just like this. Yeah. yeah, you can't do that with an iPad. Tim, mm-hmm. what's your topic? So my topic today is cell phones. Now, that might sound like a silly topic, and it is, but... <laughs> I'm talking just about your memories, topic, with, your memories with cell phones and how important they were to you guys. I don't know where you guys were at in your lives when you first got cell college. phones. College. You were in college. I was in my school. like junior year of college when I got a cell phone for the first time. Or sophomore year, okay. probably. I started so, driving in my mom. And it, it wasn't a cell phone. It was a car phone. Oh, the car phones were the and best. And it was just a, like a long receiver that had a power plug. And it was literally put in the glove box in case the car ever broke down or I needed to call it. And I remember I had my cell phone number, which was my cell phone number for the rest of my not until I changed it to a California number, but it was in Sharpie on the back of it. Cause like, uh, like so, the hell am I to remember this dumb number that I'll never use. In I don't even box. know what a car phone is. The car phone would be in the middle, usually in the, like in the console between the driver's seat and the passenger seat. And it was attached to the car, the power yeah. of the car. And it was this, it was a box and you would interesting. I remember very OG. The very first weird. cellular phone we had, it was my, when my uh, grandfather was dying in my <laughs> Portillo. Hey, uh, I think it was my mom or my Portillo, bro. Come here. Shut up, Mom. Shut it. Had it and it was in a bag. It had like an external battery oh that it was God. so big that you they were was, big. It, it yeah. rested on it, came out, and it was corded to the battery. Like that's how crazy it used to be. The one I had was a car phone that it was way long, and then it just set. It wasn't like was Zach like Morris that thick. Mm, no, similar to that. You but just no. googled car phone out there. They yeah. were awesome. They were awesome. I always wanted one. I never, never could afford it. But yeah, I had it and I never ever used it. And then I remember that when I went to college, freshman year, I did not have a cell phone. And I came back and my mom was like, we need to get you a cell phone so we can actually communicate with you. And I got that Nokia oh, blue yeah. brick yeah. phone that, like, that everyone had. Snake. Yeah, with See, snake. That's, that's why I brought this topic up. It's these weird memories because once I started thinking about it, um, I saw a, a Motorola Razor. Oh. So that is what triggered this. And I was yeah. like, man, God. that hits me. My wife had that phone and until we our second year of marriage. Uh-huh. She had that phone. Alfredo I had his until he got his iPhone. I had to That's what I literally had to my wife. My wife had the, the, the flip up. It was in like pristine condition because my wife takes good, good care of all of her technology. It's amazing. And I had to pry that thing out of her hands and put an iPhone mm-hmm. 4 into her into it because I was like you you've got to get rid of this thing. Yeah. You've got to be able to answer email on your phone. She's like I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I don't need that. See, See, this is interesting because like for me it was middle school cell phones that was middle school and like while you'd be aiming people you'd be like talking about what cell phone do you have and stuff like that it's just crazy where like i remember my first cell phone it was not the flip phones it was like just a I don't even know how you. It was kind of like it wasn't Nokia, but it was like that. Yeah, okay. it was a ton and of everyone them. had those and solid then, state. Then flip phones came out. Like yeah. Design. Oh yeah. And flip phones were like the coolest thing ever. And they I were remember, so small. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I got the. Well, they were not small though, which is the best. Oh one. my my flip when you were when tiny. you well the razor was I think well the compared, razor the razor was well compared to like my first phone was a Kyocera, Kyocera phone that was probably like you know this big. Mm-hmm. And, then I, and then I then I had like a I had a Samsung that was like a little little guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like a little. I had a, I, yeah I loved the flip phone and oh, it's yeah. because this is the flip phone can do one thing that no other phone will ever be able to do. That cool. Uh-huh. And oh. then oh, I'm done. Cool. And you just knew you were gonna 
feel it when you shut that phone. It was like <laughs> click. Yeah. And it, you knew you, you thought you looked cool. In reality, you looked like a giant See, dildo. So there was a, no, I awesome. think it was the Samsung, the T720 series, which was, it was like the flip phone okay. that everybody wanted. And then everyone got it and you could take off the, the cover and like switch it out with like different covers. You go to Chinatown and like they'd have like all the bootleg different covers you could use. And it was like, that was such a big deal. It was changing out the, it wasn't even a case. It was like just mm. the, the phone. And like, that was the coolest thing and being able to you could make purchases on the phone of downloading ringtones and being able to like change your mm. ringtone so it wasn't just the nokia sound effects and stuff it was you get to listen to these horrible midi versions of yeah, songs yeah, yeah. you love like eminem's without me which was my ringtone for way too long yeah and um should still be a ringtone. it was just so like i remember that being such a big deal and then you know then eventually i'll never forget being at my friend's house for his birthday and then we're all just sitting there doing something stupid probably like playing Yu-Gi-Oh. And all of a sudden, the like TV, like a commercial comes on. We all just go, just look over, and it was the razor. Yeah, and we just see it just spinning and stuff. And like I remember all of us being like, "Oh my god!" Like that is what rich people do. Yeah, this is awesome. I hope that one day we get to see one in real life. Yeah, I have that story from the opposite end where I had I got a razor. I was I had graduated college. Maybe I was still doing... No, I was in a shirt and tie, so I must have graduated. And I was working at the paper. And I went out to an event at a middle school where I was reporting oh on what God. they were doing. And my phone rang and I pulled it out and flipped it open like a badass. Baller. And took it. And all the kids were like, he's got a razor. And they like grouped around <laughs> yeah. me while I was on the that phone. That would have been me. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that was so crazy. Like, it was the holy grail of like... And yeah, when we'd see people, it'd be like, oh my God. Yeah. Been, dude, do you remember how fast you got at texting on those things? Oh yeah, where it was like eventually, oh, yeah, like the, the, the one two three, one two three. Yeah, one, yeah. Three, it, like it blew, it blew my mind there because I think I think the maybe it was Nokia or maybe it was my uh, Verizon phone could do the predictive text stuff. Mm. Remember that where it was like you you would oh, yeah, have yeah. you just like click and it would figure it out for you. Yeah. And I was like, this is cheating because I loved the AA. Or, I like the know, challenge. Like, <laughs> and if you messed up halfway, you're like. Oh, she's not going back now I just said she'll, she'll just have to figure out what I mean Scarpino yeah. Texting Association <laughs> there you go god it was the bomb yeah I had the Nokia phone I always wanted the Crazer or the Razor then there was something called the Crazer the right the Crazer yeah what's the Crazer the, that was the one that it wasn't a flip phone it was a just a Oh, it kind of flipped out. Like there was all there was a time when it had a bigger screen and stuff. And then that came out around the time if I remember correctly when the original Apple phone came out before the iPhone where it was Apple teamed up with want to say AT&T and they made a phone where it had iTunes support in it and you could play music so uh -huh. it was like an mp3 player it was kind of like an iPod but it was also a phone yeah um, and then it was fucking shit it was so bad <laughs> like I remember my friend also that was another one where yeah, we're like oh my that. god I, I wish this. we had the Apple phone and then like Janie Lee got it and was like oh, this thing sucks Janie because go away I had a, I don't um, ever want to talk to you again Janie Lee yeah I had a uh, a Blackberry so when everyone else was going mm. Apple I was like I was I wanted to stay on Verizon so I'm like no I'm gonna go Blackberry I'm gonna prove everyone wrong the Blackberries I'm gonna and, prove like, everyone wrong it's better for business it's better for you no it's not better for me yeah, yeah not, I always like that with Palm Pre the oh you loved your oh, you Palm Pre I forgot about that yeah Palm Pre was fucking legit as shit <laughs> it really was WebOS was awesome WebOS is still better than anything Apple's ever done and I've been using iPhone for a long time now um but yeah, I love because I, I had a Kyocera in, in the in the late '90s. I think it was like 2000, and then like a bunch of flip phones. And I don't know about you, but all my flip phones were smaller than this. Every, everyone I ever had. So and I have well, all. So I, the, the I'm only talking thing, about like the thickness. Oh, the thickness. Because yeah, like the T720 like, was like that thick, and oh, that yeah. was a thin one. Mine, mine weren't too much, Wait, too much thicker than an iPhone. Let's take a total. All Apple. We all. Yeah. IPhones. Yeah. yeah I have an they win. They won. 
Um, it's crazy to, for me to meet somebody who doesn't use an iPhone. There, uh, there are many know, of them. They're a cult. Let me drive that though. back. Let me pull that one back a bit. Sorry. Crazy for me to meet somebody in San Francisco that doesn't use an iPhone. Yeah, everyone are, in San Francisco uses an iPhone. Almost. Yeah, I don't know. Scott Lowe is the only one who seems to sub in and out with something. There's else. a lot of Android users. Mm. It's crazy to me is seeing people with flip phones or sure. stuff like or razors. Like my friend James had a freaking flip phone until like literally a month ago when he got his first iPhone. And now he's blown away. It's crazy yeah. to see him. It is. It, it is wild when you finally succumb to it. Because I stuck with WebOS for a long time because that operating system was awesome. Um, and it was like so quick. So much quicker than an iPhone. Um, and it had tactile buttons on it too, which was like really awesome. And the screen was Yeah, nice. we get it. You like it. But uh, my buddy also, my buddy was an electrical I went to Northeastern. was an electrical engineer. Worked on a phone too. And, uh, a lot of good that got him. And yeah. Begging for change now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Probably works at Apple now. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He works at the same firm. Uh, but, uh, he, you know, we used to talk about like, you know, the, 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 the advancements that other companies were making were usually overshadowed by the, how big these companies were like, you know, Android with Google and, and Apple with iPhone kind of just pushed everyone out and a lot of good ideas, whatever. Um, yeah, but like we're, we live in a bubble with Apple here because Apple's user base with iPhone is plummeting and is in like the teens, I think. Mm. Um, so like, like, the, like we, everyone we know has Apple, but if you go like normal place in the United States. Most people have Android. And I think, do you think that's because the allure of the like the Apple device is just worn off, or it's because they haven't iterated? They well, haven't actually. I think innovated? it's because there's so many Android devices. Yeah, they're ex- well, so there, there many different been, like, like Apple's Apple's share of the phone market has never been like dominant. Like if you looked at it, it was only I think at at, at the peak of it, it was only like ten percent of the market or something like that. Because there are so many other types of phones out there that that compete. Like I don't think it was that low. I think it was pretty low. I, don't, I mean, I don't think it's ever been like. Insanely vastly dominant. Uh-huh. Insanely to, vastly. Well, because well, you have to remember no, also, like I think they dominated the smartphone category. Maybe the smartphone category, yeah. But and I, that's just, where I remember seeing originally dominated that. Then it got dialed back down once Android started doing a lot more and more right. and more. But I mean, and it's Metro PCS. You can get like I think they make the the bulk of their money off of off of iTunes and their subscription. Yeah, or their, their yeah. services. Yeah, but but services. but Apple has the whole approach, the old Nintendo approach, which is like we make the hardware. We make the money oh, off the hardware. Yeah, we use our operating system, but like Google's, stuff. Google's very different. They're like, we, anyone can make a phone. We don't give a fuck. In fact, you're gonna make our phones cheaper, and then we make all the money on the back end mm-hmm. with licensing fees, and then on on you know Google Play or whatever. So it's like, you know, to me, like that makes sense. And you know, Apple, you know, did a very un Steve Jobs thing, which was make a cheaper iPhone, which Steve Jobs would have never ever done because Apple's always been looked at as like a really luxury product. You want to make it really expensive and nice. Yeah, that yeah. was the first step. Yeah. I knew they were like, I'm like, they're on their way down. Yeah, Apple's in trouble. I, I it looked we'll, worse than a Samsung device. We'll save. We'll save it for another day. But <laughs> Apple's Apple's gonna be in a world of hurt. I think in the next ten years. I don't because, think so. like, I think they're. Oh, I think they're. Well, they, they definitely have to come up with something. Bad. Yeah, because like I, I always I was talking about with my my father when I was home on Long Island, and I was like, you know, he. We were talking about Apple and how you know he was he's amazed by Amazon and like how you know he's he's an older man and he's like he's like I was on my phone and I just bought you know, like I, 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 yeah. device you get Colin? he has an he has an Android and he was all like you know it's so cool because I just went on my Amazon app and I ordered something and it just came to the door and I was like totally blown away by that I'm like yeah it's it's really cool but like we were talking we we ended up segueing and talking about you know iPads and iPhones and I was like you know the the beauty about Apple has always been with Steve Jobs has always been like you didn't know you didn't even understand that you didn't have something that you need right you know like he filled the need that you didn't, didn't even, even know un- you, you couldn't had. even comprehend like and it's you know, so and, true and it, it happened with mac you know apple 2 apple 1 and apple 2 and then really macintosh and then it happened again with the uh, you know I, yeah the ipod and then the iphone the ipod then, was the first thing that really blew me away where i was like because there had been other devices out there like sony had been trying to figure it out for a while where you had the walkman you had the disc man the, the little disc what, was, man. what was the 
the smaller one, the mini, mini disc. disc. Oh, yeah, man. I had a mini disc player. And then all of a sudden, Apple comes out with this device that looked more clunky than everything else, and it had that horrible spin it wheel. It did not look more clunky at first. It wasn't yeah, a spin wheel. At first, not at, the first time it was buttons. I don't was know it buttons? Remember. Yeah, and like the well, it didn't uh, design aesthetic wise. It looked uh, it, totally different than what Sony had been putting out to yeah. market. Right, Sony yes, put like the yes. futuristic like they had the and this this was just something that you're like. This is friendly. I want yeah. to interact it was heavy with this, as right? shit the first Oh, that thing was a brick. Yeah. It was a brick, but like... That's why they broke it so easily. Revolutionized the game, man. It was just like... Yeah, they're not the first ones. They weren't the first... Spitting? They didn't make it the MP3 player. They didn't invent the MP3 player. They made it something appealing to make it feel like you needed it. You know, and they didn't invent the smartphone. They, they, well, that's always... They didn't invent the tablet. Like, they, they just... They... They have these things, and you're like, because my, my dad admitted, I'm like, he's like, I didn't realize I needed a smartphone. Now I can't imagine not having one. And I'm like, but that's the thing. Like they don't have that magic anymore because Steve Jobs is dead. You know, and like I hit, like put in such crude terms, but like now they don't have anything. Like what like what oh, is they got the, the next... smart they got the smart watch. Yeah, I think that the but that's not even, tech they, they and... weren't even the first to, they weren't even the first to market. Yeah, but that. that's no. exactly the point though. They don't need to be. They need to be the ones to do it right and to make people realize why they need it. And I think that's what we're all waiting for is I have no idea like I do not want to buy one of those. It's not interesting no, to me. That thing's not going to be anything. I don't think. No, it's the not watch is not going to be anything. That's that's re- to me that's redundant. Right? To me, like, that's going to be the same as like the i the iPod Nano. Remember remember those things that was like this big and you couldn't pick the song. You just kind of had the like shuffles. Was it the shuffle? Yeah. Um, like that thing where you're like, okay, that's kind of cool, and it's going to flash and then it's going to go out. I think that's my theory. Well, the, the shuffle is one of the most successful iPod. Lives. Burn. Was it really? Yeah. I don't know. Was it really? Definitely. They still selling them. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's one of the only ones that do still sell. A little t- tiny one that's like this big? Yeah. Yeah, you clip on when you go running. To me, they're funny because I've they're very movies. they're very like Nintendo things. to me, like where they have a ton of money so they can afford to make like a lot of mistakes. Um, but if you give them a few years of making mistakes and then slowly they become not profitable, which they're still far away from not being profitable because they make a fucking ton of money, then you, you f- quickly find yourself in trouble with a business that size. We, we, we mustn't forget, you know, in the mid-90s, Apple was two months away for, or two quarters away from closing up completely. And, like, they've come a long way, you know, since then. And they're a huge, huge megalithic company. But I do not think that they are an immortal company. They have to, they have to come up with something cool new. Shit. Because people like cheap goods and cheap electronics are not hard to come by. And quality cheap electronics are not hard to come by. I buy Apple products because I really like the quality. Mm. I will never use anything but a MacBook ever again. You know, I will always use an iPhone. I will always use an iPad. But... Not everyone has that kind of luxury. They, you know, I have disposable income. Well, you know, that's the thing you talk about luxury. And, it was. You know. I mean, it's a. I remember the day I got my first iPhone, and it's back to what you're talking about. I mean, I remember I used to have the stupid flip phone still. I had the razor till I had the iPhone, mm-hmm. and it was one of those things of like, you know, when I got the job at IGN, it, it would suck to come in in the morning. You know, leave at five thirty, six o'clock, six thirty, come in, in the morning at nine thirty, ten o'clock, and have all these emails. Right now, it was like. It's gonna be awesome to be able to check the email on the go. And I sold my car the night Bar- Barack Obama got elected the first time. And the next fucking day, we walked in with that money and bought iPhone. Like that's what I did. That's what I did with that money. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then from there on out, I had that. And that was like what we're talking about, right? Like that was a huge investment. That was like buying a computer, right? It was yeah. like what five hundred dollars, six hundred dollars, six hundred dollars. So the yeah. first iPhone was six hundred dollars. Yeah, and that was insane. see. I didn't buy the first one. There's I remember still six hundred dollars. Sure. Well, but now we all have money. it was six hundred dollars. Like. No matter what. No matter what, yeah. But I remember insane. when Craig Harris got it. Craig Harris was the first guy I knew to get an iPhone or whatever, and it's like mind-boggling to see this thing and then slowly understand why you needed it, and then mm-hmm. a year later buy my own. It's remarkable. It's a remarkable machine, you know? I remember, so going back to the, my flip phone, it was the first one that had internet. It was like when internet phone was like first a thing, and I'll never forget going to GameFAQs and being able to actually read the forums wherever the hell I was, Yeah. and I was like, oh my God, eh? my life will never be the same. Yeah. And iPhones, smartphones in general yeah. just completely man 
it's just crazy what they did to yeah, us as people. It really is. It's hard to think of life without them. Um, so when I think about the wearable tech, I'm like, I mean, what could it possibly bring to my life that I don't have right now? Right. Well, I mean, that's it's, that's it's, what I want them to tell me. That's the exciting thing, right? You're like, that's a good point. Me. They can they can have a they can twist the narrative, but I just don't think the watch. Like when I see those watch commercials for Samsung, or whatever, You're running I'm like, and here's your heartbeat and here's I'm like, this. this is stupid. I mean, honestly, you know, like, I'll tell you right they're now, not selling it to me. The next piece of technology that I think super cool, and I'm gonna wait several iterations, is Google Glass. Oh. When Google Glasses, you can go into a store and buy whatever glasses you want that then can give you an overlay of like a stupid HUD? information. Yeah. Hell yeah. I Fucking give me a so, HUD. That's yes. so weird to me. Like, I don't know if I need that. Google you don't? Glass. No. When I, I see someone with Google Glass, I'm like, oh. Colin, you know better than anyone. We don't need any of the shit we have. Like, yeah, think see, about I if think you started, that... if the EMP went off tomorrow, we, what do we really need? Not much. You know what I mean? Like, that's Bottle the Bottle Eagle Raring. I still, <laughs> I feel like, and a gun. I feel like there's still like, but that's the thing, like the HUD. I think the next iteration is having all that information right, like no way. You on your wrist. I hate wearing watches, so I don't want to wear it. Oh, see, I like and I think watches. I'll get more information here. I see. I think that's just going to cause more car accidents. <laughs> oh, look at that! I'm going native. Oh, see, or not? I don't know. Like I often think about it, like with how Google Glass works with the speakers and stuff. Being, being able to give you the GPS directions, right? And just kind of turn the GPS left, thing. turn right. You're looking at your phone. You're looking at your thing. Like if it is, there, you just got timmed. Mm, I don't know. It'll I think, be interesting. I think my attention span, I'd be like, I'd constantly be taking in everything, and I think I just it's too much for me. I think Google Glass is like way too Orwellian for me. I'm not interested in it at all. I think it's fucking creepy. But someone did put a video of Google Glass on the internet about six months ago of them playing hockey with it on. Very cool. You know, like like no, but like the first <laughs> I person, hate it, but I'll wear it for hockey. The, no, but the first person perspective, like the video, like the cinematography that you can do with it, is so cool. Like it was, I played hockey for a long time. It is like being on the ice, like like watching that guy yeah. play in HD it was fucking awesome. So like that kind of stuff's cool. But I'm always creeped out when I see these dudes wearing Google Glass, and a lot of bars and restaurants will not let you wear like, yeah wear Google Glass yeah, yeah. inside. And I don't blame them because it's fucking weird. Why? Yeah, well, it's like upskirts, right? Like I mean, somebody's gonna use mm. it to be creepy. So yeah, I can totally understand why you wouldn't wear it. Harder to put your head up a skirt, I guess. Yeah. I haven't wrapped my head around how to do upskirts with. I'm just saying that's why I don't want to wear it. <laughs> creepy stuff happens in bars. You don't need creepy how do you, photos. How do you do upskirts normally? Just with your phone, just like on I've it. never understood can upskirts. You, can you explain to me how you normally? do I've it? never understood how anyone. I can barely take a selfie, let alone put a digital camera on my shoe. Just, no, I think you're just like you're standing on on the Bart or whatever. You you tell me how you do it. How do you how do you? I do know it? there's. I've <laughs> seen when I was in Japan. There were a bunch of signs on how you know be, drive it out here. Beware okay. of people taking up skirts or whatever, and they showed people with cameras on their shoes. That's 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 yeah. that's inventive. Yeah, that's really inventive. People are creeps. They are. People are creeps, dude. I think Japan is different. It just is. Just careful with where no, we're I'm going. Done with this line. I'm done there. No, I mean, like, just there's, with the I mean, what? Well, there's I'm, more. They're definitely more. I'd say risque as far as like. Just ridiculous more, things. Like I've never that. seen in America a sign "Beware of upskirts." It's such a pro- it is such a problem in Japan that yeah. they need to put up a sign. Yeah, in America we're just like don't just look don't out do for that. shitting That's bums. Weird. Yeah, exactly. You're on your own is basically what our signs say. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> good luck. It's just the sign that you get on a part. It says "Good luck." How terrifying would that be? <laughs> Oh my god, that's amazing! That's so really terrifying. Underneath it's, or above it, it's like a pooping bomb, an upskirt, yeah. drugs, uh, syringes, and then it just says "Good and luck." Gun, like, that is so. That's hilarious. So the birthday party I was at when I saw the Razor commercial yeah. was in uh, El Cerrito, which is in the East Bay. It's kind of near Oakland. And when we were, um, we got on Bart. We're a bunch of twelve-year-olds. Jesus God, was, I don't like this story was, already. All of us just get on Bart, and then we're going, and like you know, more and more people are getting off the the train, and we, we're like almost near Richmond, which is a not good place 
And um, there's this guy that he just looks at us. Where are you going? And we're just like, ah, oh, Cerrito. He just goes, you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, well, he's like, make sure you get off before Richmond. Good luck. And then he gets off and we were horrified. Yo, we got off the bar, ran into the target. We just sat there and called my friend's mom like, dude, come get us now. That would terrify me. That, that would absolutely awesome. terrify me. Also, that. if I were a bum, that's exactly what I would do. You're going to die, Charlie. It Constantly. turns out it's like a guy in a business suit with a briefcase. You're going to die. That would be even scarier. You'd be like, this guy looks like he knows what he's talking about. This guy's got And also, we had, we had our backpacks filled with Xboxes, the original Xbox and Halo and a bunch of controllers we were like, I don't have a LAN party and I was like, we're gonna get robbed of our Xboxes. Yeah. That was fun. I only had one LAN party in my entire life. I That's had to take my PC over to my friend's house and I just gotten a voodoo graphics card so we could play, uh, I want to say it was like Doom multiplayer against each other. Or Quake. Maybe it was Doom 2. Quake. Was it Doom 2? I can't remember which one it was. It, it was 3D. Anyway, it was so much fun. What are you doing? I'm readjusting what you just turned around with your things just no, to make sure you're happy. Fine. I can hear everything. Uh, I, that, the, I remember the first time I ever heard of a LAN party. We were having a... Well, I, I had read about them, obviously, forever in EGM, but the first time I ever saw one in the wild, we were having a house party at the Antler House my sophomore year, and all of a sudden, like, it just started vacating, and it was all the new kids, and I was like, where are you all going? And they're like, we're going over to Devin's house and playing Halo. I'm like, oh, a bunch of pussies. <laughs> and I just drank my beer. Yeah, I was never interested in LAN parties, because I, I remember in college, people even were connecting their Xboxes together, and I was, I had an Xbox, and I was, you know, they're like, you want to play Halo? And I'm like, not a prayer. And they're like, all right, you want to, can we borrow your Xbox? I'm like, go ahead. And then I just play my... NES, my any, my GRPGs, whatever. <laughs> I've always been a single player guy. You know? Yeah, that would never like. I remember when people were having land parties for Halo. I was so stoked. They're Doom Two and like Quake, back in the day. And you know, I was just like, I don't care. I just don't want to play with yeah. you. Yeah, I'm yeah. a single player guy too, but local multiplayer. No local I'm multiplayer. Always, that's I'm why Smash is good and Street Fighter was good. And like, there was nothing better than playing Capture the Flag when in two different rooms and hearing like the different rooms screaming. Sorry. Like, oh, it was the best. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the Game Over Greggy show. Every week, four best friends gather around this table, each bringing a random topic of conversation and discuss it for your amusement. If you like that, like the video, subscribe to us at youtube.com slash gameovergreggy and watch for a video. Well, I'm not going to put that up there. Don't even bother. That's Nope. I did it once for you when you said I wouldn't do it. Now you're just looking like a psychopath. Where'd you go? Jesus with the electricity. <laughs> Are you Jesus? Believe in me. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Make sure you like the videos. We put up each topic as a breakout video each and every day. If you want it early, go over to gameovergreggy.bandcamp.com. Every Friday, we post the full show as an MP3 for $1. If you don't like that, go get it for free at gameovergreggy.com. Go buy this Sean Finnegan t-shirt along with a number of other ones. Let's see if we can get Sean Finnegan to beat Scarpino this month, huh? That's all I want. It's not going to happen. No, not going to happen? Nothing beats Scarpino. Nothing. Thank you all for watching. <laughs> Thank you all for being. Nothing beats Scarpino.